Funny like that. That's how Twitter work, bro. I got that shit off in a moment. Bro, we're just sitting down the pod. You good? Uh, I know that. I just <laughs> actually realized, like, you're sitting down the pod. Say what's up to everybody. I'll use it somewhere in the show. Yo. What's up, everybody? One for Episode uh, 149. We're knocking on the door 150, uh, so. I, I'm, I'm literally contemplating, like, this concept of what is truth. Like, this concept of, like, what is truth inside the loop. Hmm. Like, the COVID loop. Like, call it whatever the fuck you want, but, like, you're, we're all in this pattern and in this cycle of, of monotony, almost. Hmm. But I'm like, we're all experiencing it in very similar ways. And everybody's just like, hey, you know, we're one year in. I'm like, I'm not here to celebrate one year in. I'm just here to observe, like, what it means to be one year into this. And also, like, uplift and get ourselves out of it. Fuck yeah. So, So what is truth? Like, we all experience truth in a very different way. So my question for you, and just to... Simple exploration is what is truth? Like, like we're all experiencing it. How do we all align on that truth? Also, like, you know, everybody's nuanced in their own way, and I get that. You know, depending on region and where you live, and you know, economic background everything but like our truths are still aligned in a certain way and so i'm trying to find commonality in that right out i'm writing a, i'm writing a script for t- so like i'm like <laughs> and then he, I, chapter, chapter one is about truth my my friends do cool shit and then call me and tell me about it i, I love you bro we're gonna we're gonna hop into the show but we're, de- we're definitely talk about that All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> you, can, you can use everything else before that. Bet. <laughs> All, right. All right. Peace. Peace. Just randomly. Like, it's it just been crazy the last few weeks, bro. Like, niggas have just called me like, yo, I'm working on this. But they'll set it up like that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh you clearly working on something. Bet. Bet. Um, let's do it. <clears throat> Today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the pizza's good, wait till you try the wings. Hands down, the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Order online now for takeout, delivery, or pull up, fam. Since we can eat in restaurants again, I got to eat in a restaurant this week and was bugging out. It was like, what is weird? What is what do you what do you order in your first trip back to the restaurant? So I wild out, fam. That's right. I got the I got the salad. Okay. I got the soup, even though I was ordering soup. You feel me? You feel me? I was ordering <laughs> soup. I, I got ramen. I got seafood ramen, but I was like, nah. Let me get the uh, let me get the spicy the wonton too to start. That's, That's a, a starter. That's a way. Swish it around. Spicy soup is so under, so underrated. Did did they bring you out the uh, red rooster sauce? Nah, we was we was at a we was at an authentic. Oh. It was authentic uh, Japanese, so we got to relax, fam. Did they have ginger? Wasabi? Nah. Yeah, oh, they did. They did. They did. Oh, because I got, 
I had to get a dragon roll just to set it off. Gotcha. Look at you. Come on, man. Oh, you was covering the bases. I came to, I came to play. Hey. You understand? We doing we doing ads. Relax. It's, it's, it's search your ad. It's search your ad there. Drop stats. <laughs> um, uh, today's episode is also powered by Uplifters, black-owned Domino Company, who recently did a collaboration with Grand National to release the one ones classic Grand National set. That I, I must say, I'm on a crazy streak. Kevin Allen been getting baked. Brookfield Deuce been getting cooked. Janelle been getting cooked. Uh, DJ Slowpoke cooked. Iman Europe. Call, calling for an ass whooping. I don't know what's wrong with these people, man. I don't know. Uh, Lex and Lex and L been ducking me though. The dominoes sit right on the table, and niggas just come in. We just want a podcast today. Iman Iman ain't, ain't, uh, ain't figured out how to how to zoom get cooked. Oh, we are gonna figure that out. But she, <laughs> but he, but she a cheat though. So that's that's the only thing. That's the only thing. So. Hey, your, your table don't match mine. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> uh, but ordered now. So no no no, not order now. We. Uh, so I'll sell out completely uh, on that first run. So thank you, everybody who got theirs. Uh, we will be announcing a second run collaboration between Uplifters and Grand National. But you can get Uplifter sets right now. Visit Uplifters.com. That's Uplifters, no vows. Uh, follow them on Instagram and stay tapped in. Today's podcast is also powered by The Reef Studios, Black-owned studio, downtown Oakland, that specializes in audio recording, multi-tracking, uh, you name it, we can do it. Uh, follow the Reef Studios on IG right now for all inquiries. Yeah. Last but not least, today's podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions. Our good brother Lex, fellow co-host and producer of the Meet the Brave podcast and all things visual. You be making me look good, fam. I thought it was delighted and I was like, oh, my man know what he doing. I'm looking like a sex symbol. He, your man, think he the sex symbol? My nigga, really be ex- my nigga be exfoliating, fam. Exfoliating. Oh man! But for all film making purposes, storytelling purposes, tap in with the best that there is. Let's bubble productions. That being said, let's start the show. It's the Meet the Break podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B U B. Happy to be here, brothers. What's going down? Welcome, welcome. Great days. Great days, man. I uh, want to send a special shout out to our, you know, our our, our dedicated weekly pod warriors, right? Because it's, it's anywhere from like two and a half hours to three hours. People really <laughs> tapped in. So I want to thank you all. And then give us breakdowns. And after- Bruh, analysis. So yeah. you was listening. I don't even remember that part. That's when it's crazy. It was like, fam, you don't remember saying that? No. No, no recollection. Nah, I just got that off. <laughs> um, but it sounded like somebody else. It's a, yeah, it sounded like me. <laughs> no, the funniest shit is when it's somebody and they always end up listening to the pod late. Yeah. And then they text you like a week later. Like, fam. It was like... Nigga, the craziest shit ever is when I open up my phone and the first text I see at the says, bro, why you talking about fucking yourself? And I'm like, hey. I'm like wait a minute. Here, a month ago. I don't even feel that way no more. Hey, man. No, I still do. That's on the shit. <laughs> Should I change? Oh, man. Some things just don't change. See, and that's that's why y'all got to know you're so important. So shout out to our, our Spotify listenership, our Apple listenership, Simplecast, CastBox, Stitcher, you name it. Thank you so much. And especially, especially those folks that have been tapping in on the YouTube page. Remember to subscribe, hit the notifications, and send our dog Lex Bubble of Let's Bubble Productions 
the warmest regard for just making shit just look so, so, so easy. Again, I'm still issuing that challenge to everybody. Put somebody on, get our subscribers up so we can we can do some fly shit on the on the YouTube channel, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but but so far, I do want to thank those people that have been putting people on there, been people specifically going, yo, I'm here because of such and such, and that's the true meaning of network, community, um, and support. And with that, I hope all of our, you know, not just our day ones, but our, even the people who have come on as of late and stayed tapped in with the show, receive their invites to, to the pull-up. Um, so happy to be sharing that moment with you all. Uh, if you haven't, it is not too late. Please, please DM um, us your email so that you can be added to the invite list. We really want the the folks to, to that that are a part of our our, our community, right? Um, shout out to Five Ten uh, Media, uh, the Hope Foundation, um, entrepreneurs, um, entrepreneurs. Class course, I don't. I really don't know what to call it, cause I feel like I got bamboozled. Mm. Mm. Niggas say it's an entrepreneurial class. You should pull up. Had no idea it'd be. Uh, shout out to si- the homie Silence, Silence them all. Incredible filmmaker. It's one of those where you get, where you put all your ideas in a hat and they take it. Gee, no, it is motherfucking. And 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 I, and I guess I'm so fascinated by it because of the whole stimulus part about it, right? How you really can whoop people in the shit and entrepreneurs class. And I quickly learned I didn't know what that meant. Like I'm I'm going through that as we speak. So y'all, if y'all hear a lot of questions and like pondering, it's because I'm I'm completely vulnerable in the place of like I don't know shit. Everything I thought I knew, nigga, I've been. Been I, I've been I've been the definition of working backwards, one hundred percent. And so you get it to this entrepreneurial course or class or, um, I don't again I don't know what to call it because it's not traditional learning. It's not a self help. It's not a seminar. It's just a community of of work. And immediately you start doing. And I, that's why I was going to send a shout out to Silence, uh, Silence them all, filmmaker. But he and I were talking, uh, we did a session yesterday, and he was like, bruh, it's, th- it's therapy. It's it's community. It's it's education. But it also is it's a lot of self-work, accountability, discipline, all these different tools you absolutely have to have before ever even considering being an entrepreneur. Um, a successful one at that. <laughs> it's, and then, and then it's, it's also funny because... People people acquire that title and just put it on as a badge of honor and don't really know what comes with it. And there are modes of success. There is a structure to success. It's like, ain't no rhyme or reason of being great bullshit. There absolutely is one. And pissing in the wind, after pissing in the wind for so long, to start aligning with people who, who have, at the very least, begin to put... Um, Put terms and stuff to the to the to the work that needs to be done. It's not hella whimsical. It's not. It's it's like it's uh the Lou workouts. Mm-hmm. Le- like literally leaving those and and knowing you've gotten better, as opposed to a practice where it's like, all right, run, run these plays, do this, and I don't know why. It's like, nah, I need you to shoot around the world. I need and ag- and we're gonna do it at the end of the workout when you dog ass tired. 
and I'm going to ask you what your percentage was. Not how many you made. I'm going to ask you what your percentage was. Mm-hmm. And you better know it. Like, nigga, but I'm tired. I, yeah, it's all the more reason why you need to know it because when you're tired in the games, I need you to get you your spot where your highest percentage is. Like, holy fuck. It's a whole different approach to it in, in business. And, and for one second, pretending that you're... Your um, your unprocessed trauma, uh, your shitty habits, how you treat people, um, your lack of discipline, um, inability to inability to um, remove ego, to act as if that won't have any impact on your career or passions or what or whatever, to act like as if those wouldn't have any impact on your life is just um, is complete foolishness. And so one of the one of the main teachings, one of the main teachings has been about nurturing the community that has showed up and showed interest in what it is that you're doing, and those being the best measures of feedback. And so to the to the listeners and the people that tune in every week, it's like my like my mom for for example, auntie auntie for example, like thank y'all, Percy for example, Percy listened to the show, don't he? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it's family, but they have context. So when you engage it in feedback and go, hey, man, y'all ever think about doing this? You can truly accept that and process it because they have context and have committed to it as opposed to where we do this thing um, because we've com- completely mistaken the internet for mass media like TV, and it's not. It's micro media, And it's a common mistake. Cause you go, nigga, I'm on Instagram. Everybody gonna see my shit, and that's not how the algorithms work. <laughs> the people in your immediate network may not even see your shit. So you go and you can start to tell yourself this story. All oh, they sleeping on me. They say, who the fuck is they? Who is who is they? Yeah, it's, and it's it's rappers coin term. Gee, who is that? And I I start listening, going back to raps, and hey. listening to me going, they they they, bruh. Who are these imaginary people you made up that that are hating on you for what? Oh, you need you need a. Are you that fragile? You need to make up a mythical person in order to do the things that you need to do every day to be successful. If that's say that's what you want to do, you need to make that up. And it's like the great ones don't. And um, the Kobe rules and and number six or seven is always be working on your weakness. It's the left hand story with L. It's like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. We identify the things that you do well. You comfortable in that? You you get you you get some gratification in that. Go you go right ahead and keep working on the things you already do well, as opposed to addressing all your flaws and your weaknesses and tightening the screws and plugging the holes. You go right ahead. Um, and so that's what the hundred and fiftieth is for me. What I've sort of processed it as is a. As a as an attempt to say thank you to not only my co-hosts, uh, but the people who were early investors in in the idea and brainstormers of the show, Miles and and and, and Chris Santos, DJ Flo, um, at the AF Records, they really were instrumental in helping get the show off the ground. For example, right, um, the people that we know tune in every single week, like. Like, especially since you two have joined the show, there are people that I know listen every like don't miss it because if if it ain't up on time, getting pressed. 
<laughs> oh, so de- y'all definitely pull up and come be in this space of like, how do we grow it to the next phase? What would you like to see? That's that's that's, that's an okay thing to ask for the people who really been tapped in, but to pose that, to put that on the gram and begin, yo, what y'all think we should do? Nigga, you, no, you don't even listen to the show. Mm-hmm. You like the idea of it. You catch the clips. Like, that's cool, but there's people that dedicate and really once they press play, they in it. Uh, Morg. Morg was like, yo, what y'all need for the pod? I want to be y'all first sponsor. Oh, we'll get everything you need real quick. That was a hefty bill. Excuse me. Um, Lucas and OG and Brian for building uh, building the studio. And it being built around functionality for the pod. It wasn't even, it wasn't about recording artists. It was like, yo, how how can the pod be more comfortable and more successful and more streamlined? And Omani, oh, I did this for the for the front of their house. It's this simple. OG. OG was tweaking that shit every day trying to get the pod working, man. You know what I'm saying? So it really Yeah, it, it's it's a thank you, but it's the it's context to the thank you, as opposed to just the empty thank you. It's like, nah, this was a true passion, true vision of mine, and I couldn't have done it with especially without y'all, without Poe, Morg, um, and then the people who listen every week and and use the show as different things. My mom calls it her therapy. And like, that's kind it's kind of crazy to me. Cause we, we, based on something we talked about the show, her and I stumble into a whole different conversation that I, I don't know if we would enter into otherwise, you know? So it, it, that's what it is for me. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And again, if you haven't, if you didn't receive an invite, it's only because we didn't get your email but I'm, I think I'm certain I got everybody that has reached out so far on that list. And if you haven't, please don't take any offense to it. Just just DM us or hit one of the guys personally, and I'll be sure to get that invite to you. And those that have got your invites, please be on the lookout for the updated email with the directions and the address to the location. Again, it's just to keep it private and not have it blasted all week. And, hey, hey fam, such and such, you know how we do. <laughs> Hey man, I, I told us they gonna pull up, and then it, that way, whoa, 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 we got a cap, and again, it really is truly only for those who be tapped in with the show. So, um, that's my spiel, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck with it. <laughs> what uh, what's up with my guys, man? How was y'all weeks? How, how about that? Let's let's start there before we get into the sh- to the shits. Uh, week was good. Week was good. Uh, I'm doing some uh, reorganizing. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Little... You, you decluttering? Is that, huh? is that the word? Is that how they call it? No, nah, I'm upgrading it. I'm, I'm changing the the feng shui. Ooh. Which was, yeah. uh, is it? A, is it a Japanese inspiration? Is it a vintage? I be watching Architectural Digest. I see what you're doing. I shout out to them. I need a, I need a uh, sponsor. The the studio's not quite there yet, but when the studio's done, Architectural Digest pull up, and I am. I am trying not to use the word manifesting, but it's exactly what a nigga's trying to do. I am manifesting my my home and what I want it to look like. So yeah. What what's what you what you want? Cause L L when L go, he go. <laughs> so I'm I'm actually really excited about this. I'm I know I'm asking no, it sounds like a joke, but I'm dead ass serious. What you uh what's your inspiration? No, no, no. My my inspiration is just more making it more I might my overall goal in life is to be as efficient as possible. Mm. Like, I'm trying to cut out all the fat. Like, there should be zero fat on anything I'm doing. So I'm just making it more into, like, an office space as opposed to, like, a 
a living situation could be in a bedroom, but like as far as like how I have the the immediate area or whatever, I need that to be something that works for me off the when I'm not you know at the job or whatever because I'm transitioning of course. So there's a little soon. I got an idea of course. So I have some things that are coming in and then I'll start building it out from there. But yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Also. Given how, depending on how this game goes, I'm making my prediction already, and I'm happy as hell for them. Mm. But taking out the biggest threat to GU right now is Loyola Marymount taking out <laughs> Illinois. So shout out to shout out to a few of them getting this uh, getting this March getting this Madness cake, this win. This to the to the to the ship. Uh, getting this match, Mark, because I had I had Illinois taking them out at I, the very I end. Do, but I do have GU winning it all though. Yeah, yeah, but I thought Illinois was the one team yeah. that matched up way too well for them. So Loyola getting them early is perfect. They actually have size, and they're actually tough. Yeah, yeah. So Loyola getting them out the paint by playing this snow, pa- this snail paces. <laughs> we were we were talking about it before the show started. Is like the De La the De La Salle. It's like we're gonna limit the possessions because uh, we're not gonna try to run with these teams. We're just gonna slow it down. Use every bit of the shot clock. Uh, that and then cats that are less talented, they just know to be in the correct spot and use all their fouls. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are things that, and then refs in there. If you get a ref that is not really tripping, like angry at the larger team or whatever, yeah. like they want to see the the underdog do some things and don't call some of them, then yeah, it's gonna be a long night. Man. Um, how was the Lex Bub? How was your week? My week was good. Yeah, it's been busy. A lot of work. You 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 going right now? You booked and busy, fam. Yeah, you been yeah. getting fluted out. No. Fluted? <laughs> no. well, ain't nobody fluted you out yet. Damn. Not yet. Baby. Hey, for the rec now. Let me relax. I'm wilding. I'm wilding. I was about to say I want to get fluted out, but I need to chill. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop. I, gotta <laughs> I know what this is. I know what Lex doing now. This the this the moment where you like start uh, building out your quote. Mm-hmm. So, fl- fluid is coming. It's just a matter oh, yeah, of if, yeah, they, yeah. if they're, I was about to say, if like, they're reaching the right number. Maybe there's going to be a couple weekends I might have to be remote. Tap mm-hmm. in. Hey, Monty, just plug me in, fam. <laughs> <laughs> just hold on. Where's, is my headphones up? Where's my snare? Where's Dude, my where's snare? My snare? <laughs> we got to stop with the where's my snare, bro. That shit is crazy. Um, who I? It was a few people I wanted to personally shout out, but we did get, we actually got. Uh, Fan questions this week, didn't okay. we? Okay, we did. You, you got some? I didn't get. I thought one. I saw one. Yeah, no, there was one. My mom had one for. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, but we are we are talking about NCAA. I had I had a bunch of shit for that, so we could start there. The tournament is starting right now. Um, also, is- want to say my bad. I do want to say one thing, and I am interested to know, or just interested to know from the rest of the group here. Uh, as far as our pod goes, ah, there we go. uh, the things that we cover. Um, what makes it pretty interesting is that it's not pigeonholed into anything. Mm. So, like, you know, a lot of this game comes down to finding your niche mm. and have and being a niche market type of deal because there's so many pods. Mm-hmm. Um, where ours is a sporadic flow that works. So, I was just running. I was just seeing it from the rest of the group. Like, how do y'all? How do y'all see the uh, like what genre? the podcast goes into because I think we all come from the cool thing is is that we're all partners but like we come from different types of uh, or we just cover different types of backgrounds and come together and then we could talk on a lot of those uh, topics too so yeah Hmm. Hmm. because we 
We would say like we'll start doing some sports, and we're, me and Money have like a uh, have a, like an extensive like sports background, but we're not a sports pod. Uh, definitely, not, definitely not a sports pod. <laughs> Money's a musician, but we're definitely not. But a not not a music podcast. <laughs> and somebody tried to actually say that to me last week, like that we were a music pod, and I was like, "Fam, you must not listen to the pod." Then, bro, I can't tell you last time we talked about yeah, like, it's, <laughs> new like, music. Like but... we'll, we'll have our moments when we like really geek out something collectively, but. We don't do that. We don't spend a lot of time on music, do we? Nah, we don't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Lex is out here filming like crazy, filming the world, Craig. And we're I, and then when I like we're all film buffs. You two take it to a whole nother level, and then you yeah, take it to a whole nother level making them. But we're definitely not a. Well, in fairness, if we had to identify as one thing, I would probably go with film before I went with music or sports. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not that either. Yeah. And then we definitely don't fuck with politics. So, uh, though think people think we're black Republicans, oh yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> yeah, so like it's uh, you know it's, it's I don't know that's it's just an interesting thing to think about because uh, I think I think it's a cool space to be in. I think it's a cool space to be able to cover such a wide range of things and not being specific to anything. So it yeah. so the episodes can drastically change mid-episode or can we can not even touch a topic in a specific episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how does it... That's probably like more of an off-the-mic thing. But no, I, I think that's a good thing, thing to talk, talk about. interesting to talk about on air. And then, and then this is, this will be, again, the feedback circle. It's like, who better than the people who tap in with this week-to-week to, to help, you know, offer some context to that and like dial that in? Because it, it's something that we need to figure out, not... Not for nothing other than just really understanding our our demo and how to grow the people that already tapped in. Not a not to forget or move past anything. It's like, but to grow and to dial in and again just tighten the screws. I think personally. Um, so to that, G, I can honestly say that I don't know. Um, the feeling of not knowing is really uncomfortable <laughs> because the learning lately in class is like figuring out what it is that you do and and why. And if the why is rooted from a place of ego, then you probably need to fix it, correct it, and go study the market more. But if the if you if we if we get to the why and it's from a and it's from a place of of service, then the only reason to tighten the screws is to get better at the at said service. You know. Um, so yeah, do you you got any ideas about that? I I genuinely don't know. That's all. No, I I genuinely don't know either. But um, the one thing that I do like. Is that if we talk, we'll talk about something that the rest of the world is not talking about. Like, like Elle says all the time, there's certain topics that we know every single pod is going to touch on. And we'll not even touch on that topic at all. Like, not on purpose either. Nah, it's just that we've done spun off into a deeper conversation that leads to something that's caught our eyes this week. Yeah. That was uh, one thing, and then this is probably another thing for, like, off the mic, but it's good It's good to have these type of therapy moments on the mic, too. Um, is uh, I know my role in this podcast, like, yes, I provide, like, a, a good amount of perspective, but I know I do not help this pod when it comes to the amount of marketing that needs to go into this Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a nigga. <laughs> If there's a thing I want to be as far away from 
the public as possible. It is this person. But that's not so much helpful in this line of things. So I just want to kind of... Is that something you think about? Huh? Is that something you think about? Uh, just recently, just because of like the uh, the constant... Me constantly paying attention to... Cause I, pay, I pay attention to a lot more pods now than I did prior. Mm-hmm. And that's just because I do... I'm so big on, like, finance and, uh, like, I'm paying attention to pies that has, like, zero to do with mainstream stuff. Exactly. Uh, but that's where I got the whole thing of of the niche deal and then also just the amount of uh, marketing, individual marketing yeah. uh, that goes into uh, this whole thing or whatever. So that's kind of, like, the things that were, like, really in my face, paying attention a good amount. But... Unfortunately, it doesn't like make me move more, uh, but it's it's something that I understand and like something I you know. I think you might I, come across later. On. I've seen a I've seen a uh, like you did the conversations with nations that like I'm excited for that episode to drop, um, and I would like to think it's because of of your role on the show, um, and the and the I like I I completely disagree I, outside of like the physical marketing again media uh the internet g is not mass media so mm-hmm. what the fuck is an instagram repost of you going to do really in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. it might help but you don't be online like that anyway yeah. and it also isn't mass media but there there are people who fuck with you for other things that have tapped in with the show just like literally because it's you like they're they're people that I know that have hit me to like, nigga, how did you get LG on fucking microphone, let alone a camera? <laughs> and they're fascinated by just that. And then they're like, yo, his perspective is so unique. And it validates me because I always thought that like, this nigga's twisted. Like, <laughs> it's like, we, somebody need to hear this because who thinks like this? And, you know, so when they tap in like that, I'm like, damn, this, that, so that's a, that's a, that's a, dyna- a, a very valuable dynamic to the show if you ask me. Um, fuck, there was something else. Yeah, and I figured that I figured that would go like that was my thing from the beginning was just like I think that would go a further way, a, a longer way. Um, just having the product be great, great. You know what I mean? Like, and and then seeing like where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that's even there, you yeah. know. And you don't know these things going in. Man. You just do it and you enjoy it. And then, like, it starts to turn into its own thing yeah. and then kind of build it from there. So it's more grassroots than anything. Yeah. But that was just something I just wanted to, you know, kind of over a bit just because I I, I figure the way that this thing is going to work out with us is that when it catches on, it's gonna be like wildfire, uh, and but in the meantime, consistency is gonna get us through everything. Like all the rest of this other shit, it's gonna play its way out by us continuing to be the voices that we have been. You know what I mean? And being in different rooms and communicating with a bunch of different people, and not swaying when it comes to that, then I think that that's going to go longer, a longer way than just, like, fast-tracking something. You know what I'm saying? Nah, absolutely. A a commitment to the long game. Um, One thing I am really, really proud of is the conversations 
in and around transformation being documented, right? So, shit, some of the some of the views or or comments that shit made a year ago, I don't even, I'm not even certain how much of that is still in play. You know, like if we went back and revisit, be like, nigga, I said that. I do not feel like that no more. You know, but. Yeah, y'all done, y'all done caught my whole transition. <laughs> as far as the telling of transition, but y'all caught a Ooh. caught a good amount of it. So I'm wonder, I'm wondering if folks can hear the difference in just my voice and just how I speak or whatever. I, f- I feel like I feel like they can a little bit. I do. I, I, I really feel like they can. Um and that in that in itself is 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 really, really a rich to me personally. And what also is extremely rich is Lex coming back and it solely being a listener's idea. Like it was, it's like, yo, fam, uh, it's special. I told her this week. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that Lex, the 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 addition of Lex, the evolution of Lex and the, the dynamic he's brought into the show is totally special's idea. She She's like, yo, fam, it would be nice if I could hear what Lex is saying. <laughs> Like, oh, duh. Because it was like it was like a few weeks in a row where it's like, yo, Lex, what you think? <laughs> this nigga didn't have a microphone. He's <laughs> like, yeah, fam, be nice. I think it was Special M Morgan said that. Shout out to Special M Morgan. Yeah. And then you get you getting on there and being such an essential, essential piece. And like you never you never know what's you never know what's what and what's missing until it's there. And he like, bro, this. Why did this upscale so much so quickly? Why is this so dynamic immediately? And to L's point, I I believe that too. And with the amount of content and the hours of it, um, y'all see it. Like it ain't no hiding it. Like some of the video, some of the the long form episodes got five views on them, seven views. And you're like, yo, y'all, are you or Armani? Are you embarrassed by that? And like, yeah, at one point I was, and then. One of my mentors called me and was like, yo, thanks for putting it on YouTube, man. And so I know him specifically is one of those views every week. And he goes, nah, this, this shit helps me. I'm like, wait, what? My, one of my OGs? Somebody that gave me the game? you like, that one person is a million views to, to me. And it, it sounds hunky-dory and whimsical. And it's like, nah, fam, like, that's it. Because if he getting something, it's a bunch of real niggas like that that exist in the world that I, we know for a fact are real. Um, so yeah, the, the, I, I am, I have slowly G come around to the concept of you're not supposed to be for everybody. Um, everybody not supposed, isn't supposed to get it. Um, I went and I didn't start there. I wanted the, the followers and the claims and the likes, like the next rapper. I was a slave to that shit. So much so, my happiness was attached to it. My personal value was attached to it. Um, the dynamics of my relationships were attached to it. And then, and then you looking around, blaming everybody else, and nigga, it's you. You're not happy with yourself. You're not happy with your existence in life, your status in life, and you're driving all these wedges and carrying this this darkness that just don't exist. Are you happy? You made this choice to be a creative, nigga. That nobody else, nobody put a gun in your head, nothing. So sitting around. Wanting everybody to get it and and think like you and be in alignment with you. You oh, you just want a bunch of niggas to agree. You want a bunch of yes people, right? Like that ain't how it works. Um, so you be happy with you. 
you be excited about what you're doing and the rest of the shit comes and it, it sounds again it don't it it sounds like some shit you're just supposed to say but I promise you bro if there's anybody out there I was that is feeling that way I was there I'm not I, I'm not speaking of from a place of trying to remove myself and act like that wasn't me fam now I'm the I was the poster boy of that shit wanting to be lit whatever that meant the difference was the difference was is that I wasn't admitting it and was packaging it as uh woke bruh. Mm. <laughs> so it, so it's a it's, that stench is is even nasty, <laughs> right? When the nigga going, peace king, yeah. Bro. <laughs> and internally he go internally I'm future. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga pulling up like common, but he really future is sick. <laughs> sick. Hey, that that's common in a nutshell though. That's like, that's say, a common that doing. Common. Oh, common future for real. What? Future common. Nah, future definitely ain't common. Wait, <laughs> what if future is, is common? I don't think you see him. I don't think you look deep enough. Oh, y'all just fucked me up. Yeah, nah, this mm-hmm. thing is about putting on a putting on a face. Would you right. rather be future or common? No. Ladies, would you rather have We already know. <laughs> you don't know. You can't answer for the women. What? Would you rather would they rather have future? Oh, you know who they rather have. Who should I call? I don't even know who I should call. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Because this call, this call could go all kind of ways. Women love passion projects. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm definitely not. Now you need to call somebody. <laughs> I want to so bad, but it could just go left, and I'm like, nah, we going to not do that. Um, Wait a minute, fam. What's up? <laughs> You're scared to ask. Uh, yeah, because he's sick. I don't know where this is gonna go. Gee, will me to ask for? It? Yes, please, please take take it away. I know it's, I know that was a generalization, ladies. Don't, don't take it personal, but no, nah, don't clean it? it up now. No, <laughs> own that, King. No, nah, I do own it. I, I, this this is this is early on. This is leading up to the Women point. Of, love. Would you say passion? Projects? Passion projects. Yeah. Like you, be, you believe that you can go to, you can have, you can, you, can, you can fix a future. Like you can take a future and turn them into a Russell Wilson. Thinking you can turn future into Russell Wilson is sick, though. That's a belief point. When really, future is who he is. But, but also, so okay, all of all the more reasons. Future is why- a future is a loop. So that means he's gonna continue to get women in that beginning stages of their lives, and then turn them into the person that they actually want to be. So he he serves an important purpose. But see, and that's why that's why that person isn't as toxic to me as people try to make it out to be because he's consistent and he's transparent at yeah. the very at the very least. Yeah. The nick so there's the nick that's the there's No, the other nigga is nasty. Yeah. This, so that's yeah, so that's what I, that's nasty. ultimately what I'm saying. Yeah. Being that's that's, na- a, that's the same conversation that we have with like the whole racist time conversation. Like we just like to know who you are. You know what I mean? Just just give us like who you actually are. Like that's all. So if you say if if you just say I am who I am from the jump and you fuck with me anyway, yes. then chances are you just wanted to touch the stove, see see how hot it actually was, see 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 if your if 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 your uh if your feeling was 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 better than that, huh. you know what I mean? Like oh I could take that, yeah. And then you find out oh that's actually pretty fucking hot. Let me take my hand from this stove. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I won't touch that shit again. He gonna play two songs for you, and it's gonna explain everything. Everything. He gonna play monster. And March Madness. 
And then, and then, and then for, so there's no questions. There's no okay. questions. No this confusion. is as deep as I go. Is March Madness, <laughs> and as sick as I can go is Monster. Yeah, yeah. And that's your range. And the rest is the rest is up to you. <laughs> oh shit! Basically, that's wild. Oh man, y'all just fucked me up. Like genuinely, just fucked me up. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the process that you go through. So. Because the future shit is going to be lit. Like, you're going to have a good-ass fucking time. You just don't realize that a good-ass fucking time ain't forever. Say that again? I said the future shit is going to be lit, and it's going to be a good-ass fucking time. You just don't realize that a good-ass fucking time isn't forever. Like, you think you think you just have an amazing time for your entire lifetime. And that's not how it goes. Well, you don't realize that you're changing as you go along. So, like, at some point, you're going to mature. If you know, if you never mature, then yeah, you're gonna be in that same exact space and have a good ass fucking time. But at some point, life is gonna force you to mature, hmm. and that's when that good ass fucking time is now a bore and way too much work. Hmm. Now you want to tell the good ass fucking time how to how to how to how you how you need to come in sometimes. <laughs> you need to come home sometimes. Damn it! Why are you always in the club? I was in the club, but you met me, <laughs> and I told you I was never leaving this party. <laughs> Wait, that's I just pictured a scene. The music is hella loud. It's like, I'm in love with you. Yeah, but I'm never leaving. <laughs> and she pretended like she didn't hear that part because it was over the music. Bro, there's no answer to time. Damn. Love a, love a fixer-upper, eh? Mm-hmm. A little so passion little pack there. You guys just completely derailed my whole mojo for the show. A little passion project, a little rehab. Real quick, the thing I want to say about the pod and me joining the pod. Yeah. Like, I was always the person that played in the back. And most of the time, most people didn't even know I talked. <laughs> you, was, you was the Lori Harvey? I just think do with a whole show. Bruh, yeah. Every now, week. I've... That's sick just, to just, say. Just get, his, just get his shit done behind the scenes that folks didn't know you had a voice? Bruh, that's how it's always been. Like, And then even when, when Monty was first putting the mic around, I'd be like, ah, nah, I'm cool, bro. I don't need that. And then Monty's like, nah, nah, you need that. Yeah. And now we're here. So Man. that's like a huge growth for me because I did not feel comfortable at first talking at all. Similar to L to Poe. I mean, and even the people from the batch, the first batch of shows where it was just interview-based. Fascinated by your perspective. Always have been. Your perspective and your ability to go, hey, man, this is what I love. Like, when I met you, you hadn't... Maybe you had just finished the first short film y'all did. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had just finished that or were in the process of finishing it. And you showed me... It was a zombie one. Oh, Yeah. You showed it to me, and I was like, wait, you did that? <laughs> you acted in it, you wrote it, you helped film I'm like, wait, you could do that? Hell yeah. And so then we start planning to shoot this video, and L Lex would drive all the way out to, I was working at KC, shout out Pat. Lex would come, and I got a break every two hours or some shit like that, so we I get a 15-minute break. Um, so we sit down. We sit down and um and storyboard. Alexa's like, "Hey, don't you make fun of me, nigga. I can't draw for real." I was 
and we proceeded to storyboard out this video. And what we meet up two or three times maybe before we ever shot a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is what production is. This is what pre-production is. And you just get in context. And then that video just so happened to be global. And it was the first video that organically, it was just doing, it just did different numbers and everything else that I dropped. It'd be like two, 200 views, maybe 100 views, 75. Like, it was like, what nobody checking for nothing. And then Glo- we put Global out. And then you called me like, bro, you seen the numbers on that shit? And I was like, no, because nothing had ever done numbers before. I checked it. I was like, dang. This is what, like, because the, the care, the story, like, everything was there. I just remember being real, real proud of that, but also fascinated by your dedication to just seeing through the process. And it's like, God damn, like we could do that with everything. And same with the like developing the show. It's like, yo, bro, I figured this out. I, I, what if we should try this? And and it's like, damn, you can keep tweaking and keep dialing in, and and you go and and people keep saying, or what, the thing is, you only get you only get to make a first impression once. Yeah, but don't nobody, ain't nobody really checking for you yet. And so a lot of people quit after that, that, that stimulant of, of, uh, of gratification isn't met on that first one, like that, when it ain't that high and it's a letdown and it's a perceived failure, um, there, it's a million businesses started every year. Within that first year, um, 80% of them, I, got, I have that I have that specific number somewhere. Um, but I believe, I believe it's like 60. 60 to 80% of them don't make it. Um, and then it's like, in that first five, one to five years, another 80% of them don't make it. But it's like, don't fret. Like don't don't celebrate then because if you made it in the first five years, guess what? Guess how many of guess how many? Yeah, it, just, the, it keeps going. It just keeps going. Um, but there is a. I can tell you exactly what that number is, and I I, I just want to say it because because it was it was again it was part of the learning, and and why one fifty is so important. I'll shoot you in your chest. I'll wet you. Look like you got domino games in the front. Nah, it's domino games. It's notes. It's my <laughs> my music theory notes in here. It's it's hella shit in there. It's the it's the. I was about to say those are some of your classic wins. You rewrote the score in the book. <laughs> <laughs> had, to carry, had to carry it with you. That's funny. The grill. Okay, here we go. One million businesses started a year. Forty percent will be out in that first year. 80% in five years. One million businesses started a year. 40% will be out in the first year. 80% in the first five years. After five years, the 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 the, the ones that, the 20% the left over that make it to the five years, 80% of that 20 
will be done in the first in the in the, ne- in the next five. Damn. I mean, did that make? I said that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just was. I'm just fascinated by that, you know, because it's there's there, and there's all there's all kinds of variables as to and, and rhyme or reason as to what what that's to, but that's those are the numbers. And so when I so when I first found that statistic about the percentage of podcasts that don't make it to episode twenty, I'm like, holy shit. Okay. So now being at one fifty, really feel like something, you know, yeah. and just you know, so I that that's that's my rant and my ramble for that and. I, and and again, the thank yous are in order, but we but we we're here though. So. For sure. Um, where you want to start? You got it. You got it, Lex Bub. Produce produce us. Hmm. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Damn. I don't know how you do this so well, Monty. I must have years of practice. Just jump around. <laughs> That's what I'm about to do. Let's start with Ye. Ooh. Ye tried to Donald and Forbes wasn't having it. Yeah, man. Shout out to Ye and his team. Cook the books. Cause who's <laughs> cause, cause who cares? Right. Yeah. So if you're if you're projected to be up six billion and the check ain't clear yet, you could just go, hey, I'm about to, I'm six I'm six billion dollar man. And and usually they don't they don't check, <laughs> but because it's yay, oh they check quick. They checked. It was like nah, you definitely got a Billy, but you ain't at six yet, fam. Relax. Like you, best case scenario, if all your projected deals go through, you'll be that's where you'll be. But it ain't went yet. And I'm like, dang. Kev, Kev, shout out Kevin Allen. He tells the greatest story about the yay, the yay rant that went viral. What people often leave out of that story is that that was the Sacramento show. The so, Pinocchio story? Or? No. Well, it, it might as well have been a part three. That day had so many yeah, Pinocchio so many. story viral moments. <laughs> but the one the one where he was like, if I would I, if I would have voted, I would have voted for Trump. That was the one that sort oh, okay. of like sparked it. And that was in tech. And Kev was like, Nah, fam, he was up there for 20 minutes just going on one about that particular rant. And Kev, he said, he's like, I said it real time. He's like, this shit gonna go viral. He's tweet, He was tweeting about it in real time. He said what he didn't account for was how much of that context would be stripped away from his overall, the overall point. And the mm-hmm. point that he was making was, he's like, fam, I went to sleep. Hillary was about to win. When I woke up, this nigga won. What happened? From a marketing standpoint, what did they do that was working? That's all. That's uh, that. That's the, that's what the whole point was. Make America great. Mm-hmm. And so, because he was trying to make that point, people took bits and pieces and built their own narrative. And he got hella traction the very next day and went, "Oh, that's what they did." Just went up there and just and just thought like just just put your raw thoughts out there and allow people to take whatever it is that they want to take from it and, and build their own narrative. And in order to push their line in there and fulfill that need for status, they'll put on their blog site, they'll put on their Twitter, Kanye West is this either, either pro or, or not in support of what he's saying. And that's not the, that, that variable matters none to them niggas. Whether you with them or you against them, that variable matters none. Driving the fact, conversation. Driving the convo, the conversation. 
Because if you're driving the conversation for better or for worse, I can sell you a product on the back end. Hmm. And it worked. This nigga went that one rent. Then the next one, I'm, what do you say? I'm 150 or $250 million in debt. And you putting that out there and you got all this money, all this capital that, that can see this. Because again, everybody's retweeting this rent. So it's getting he getting a he getting a few million retweets, some some likes, and then the and then the the thread is crazy because it's either a fuck you, Kanye, it's a I support you, it's either that, that, and then going, okay. And in them threads, it's a product. And if it's a million people engaging with it, you only need five to ten percent of them to actually buy something. You only need ten percent of them to click the link. You only need two to three of them to actually purchase something when the the profit margins are as high as they are on a fucking sneaker. It costs five dollars to make. Give me three hundred. Or a t-shirt. That's four hundred dollars. Bruh. And so it worked from a marketing standpoint. It worked from an acquiring wealth standpoint. All right, bro, let's really take it there then from from again from how Donald and them is reporting all this man numbers and then and then his taxes come out when he's the president, y'all. <laughs> and he only paying seven hundred dollars in taxes, <laughs> and I know niggas that in the pandemic got to send the got to send the government three four grand for their taxes. They oh, they just went. We just went through a pandemic though. Oh, this to this game is what? What are we playing fair for anyway? So. Tell them niggas I got six billion. It's on the way. <laughs> what they, it's gonna come. What, what they gonna do? <laughs> Check. <laughs> I said I just I just was fascinated by the optics of it. Um, you think somebody went to the office and told him like, "Hey, yeah, remember how you said what are they gonna do?" Check. They check. They check. He was probably like, "Just let them know I was manifesting it." <laughs> I just find Forbes to be ridiculous in the first place. Like, I hate pocket watching, but like breaking down where all the funds are at. That's dry snitching, fam. Bro. <laughs> like it's it's nothing weirder. Nah, that's wet snitching. That ain't dry snitching. <laughs> <laughs> that's, wet snitching. That's, ooh, that's kinda wet. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a soggy one, huh? A little, a little sock. And they gonna post it? That takes a lot of work. Yeah. Bro, wow. but like they'll they'll go through the whole lineup of things that your that that's income for you. It's just like, no wonder folks be, you know, cooking them things. Like putting, all right, well, shit, if you think I got it, then shit, here, I got that too. Yeah, I got that too. That, that, therefore, that takes you out the center of some of the other shit that I really do have. Yeah. Like if you're thinking that I got something over there, then that might give me a better tax break or whatever. But my actual funds that are coming in, I'm not about to report that shit. Uh, um, reading that. And thinking back on how that how everything is played out, I'm interested in how, you know, just with the with the election, for example, people that I had never heard speak about politics at all were really invested. Um, now nobody's saying a word. Like it's over. Well, that's because the president ain't saying a word. Not saying anything. Where the overt where the overtness of Donald Trump is like egregious and it hurts your feelings. Kamala and Joe and them is low. 
And I don't know about y'all, but I, I, I was always told that when a kid is quiet, that's when they fucking around for real. <laughs> that's when I'm scared. Hey, you better pay attention. They, nigga, they haven't said a word. And slowly but surely, CDC, uh, COVID mandates and regulations is shifting. The world is slowly opening. Uh, Stimmies is doing this and... But to the back to the, the the racism and the future versus fucking common is don't hey do it women they hey do whatever you want fam just don't embarrass me don't let it get back to me mm. okay <laughs> all right so then when it comes to light now you got to Tiger Woods and have a press conference and say I'm sorry it's like. It which, was, which we're in a whole other space, though. Like, it's not even don't let it get back to me no more. Like, I'm not worried about if it get back to me. Don't let it get out to the public, public so yeah. therefore the public gets to me. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it like, can get back to me. I, if, yeah, internally, if only I know we good. Yeah, I don't know what the public to talk about. If it's going to be in my on. comments and I can't do the relationship goal post no more, I'm, 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 I'm pissed. Which, like, if this... Don't know how true this T.I. shit is, but if that's actually true then that makes a lot more sense on the way that T.I. was talk, was reacting when Tiny was tripping over certain things. Yeah. It's like, fam, you know what we be doing for real. So, like, you know, this ain't no... Yeah, why you wilding? Yeah, why you wilding yeah, <laughs> wild off a little touch on the leg when, you know... <laughs> when, we got, when, we got, when we got bitches trapped in we, the basement. We got, we got real business going on. Talking about. Whoa! That's a long leap, Tip. It's like, we didn't even give them grits this morning. And <laughs> you tripping. Come on. You know, you know, you know, you know what we do for real. Oh, man, Lex Bob, it's on you. You running the show, man. I'm ready yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is, this feels good. This feels good. Yeah, it's like a rapid fire production yeah. deal, man. It's, it's Random. Sad. All right. Are you prepared? Is he? The answer's no. <laughs> I'm not at all. Is he? L. What's up? Robert Robert Long had a bad day. Yeah, man, it's it's the way it's the way that the uh, that the media just presents things, man. Like they had the nerve to talk about this is the bread that um well not bread but this is a dude that did a spree of of killings in the massage parlors, uh, but because he's white, my man got categorized as just having a bad day and it got into the when it got to like when it finally got to the department and like when they had to speak out to the public they're just like well it just seems like he had a string of he just had a bad day all these it's people who lost they who done lost their lives because my man supposedly had a sex addiction which always comes back to how domestic terrorism works when people when these folks have a bad day they cannot limit it to just one life being lost, yeah. they, and that being themselves. They have to they have to take out as many people as possible. Like um, as many people as possible have to feel the wrath of you having a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So like, just watch as the world starts to open the book, open the fuck back up. It's coming. You've been saying it. These damn domestic terrorists, man, they they will be back if because they got even more reason to car, cause some harm. Because during this time when they could have just harmed them fuck themselves, they ain't they didn't do that. Hmm. So they just building up a whole track record of like 
the whole like list of shit that they want to get accomplished. And unfortunately, it's gonna be folks that is gonna be you know on the end of that. So that was my thing. I just I just hate hearing that shit. So that was another one of those media spins for in favor of a white man that for sure was one racist for two uh, a murderer a domestic terrorist and here it is here here is the police department copping copping a plea before they like it it just kills me the amount of information that is already known from a person that they've done this and you'll find something to say that oh it was just it was just an unfortunate situation for them yeah. and for others involved like where you know they I'm pretty sure they're sorry about it I'm pretty sure they're sorry. you know what I mean when you don't even have the information on people of color you, there's there's nothing leading to them anywhere like somebody ain't nobody said nothing there ain't no information but you can insinuate it and the entire public is on notice that this is a horrible human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just, uh, it was just interesting. Man. For me, what's even crazier is, how do you get that off? He was having a bad day when there's families who are dealing with losing a loved one. And somehow that dude had the bad day. You know, I, um... I'm, I, that's, this is what, exactly why I appreciate y'all because I didn't necessarily know how to address the anger because um, it's, it, there's dimensions to it. Um, the disregard for, for lives um, that seems to be growing more and more prevalent in our society is, 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 is heart, quite heartbreaking. And I, know, I get it. The TV shows and just what we're what we're susceptible to, uh, we're numb to it. No, not me. That shit. That shit penetrates my spirit every time. So the, hey man, you can watch such and such get. You can watch George Floyd's knee been nailed, uh, being his neck being nailed on for eight minutes and forty nine seconds. Like you can watch that, huh? That nothing about that is appealing to me. Um. People in general, like it's not that's not as simple as just a, a black black bodies. That that is people in general being harmed, being normalized on camera. That is terrible. So then that's part. That's so that's one dimension of it. To G's point, how it was worded in the headlines is absolutely infuriating. And then how that is then leveraged to start. To start a, a civil a civil cyber war, if you will, between my, two minority groups, pit them against them, pit them against themselves, and and we can scape clean. It's like it's like how did like, and then our and then our ability to buy into it. Stop stop Asian hate. Why y'all got? Why it's got to be about? Why why black people sent to save the lives? Everybody shut up. And I and I fuck, I did not want to come here and say that. But it's it's killing me. This happens every time. We can we can completely remove what the what the focus is and 
and make it about some trivial shit. Like the, like the 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 the, the semantic we arguing with semantics and people are being murdered and attacked. I don't give a fuck if you black, blue, or green, nigga. If you're if you if you are attacking elderly people, if you attacking anybody, you're a sicko. But if you attacking elderly people, nigga, for for pennies, you're 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 scum of the earth. I don't give a fuck what you identify as. I don't care if, how fucked up your circumstances are or whatever. I, I'm not doing none of that shit. That is sickening. And then to then to turn around and make false equivalents when you're not informed and go black versus this, Asian versus this, you are you're a fucking sicko. Them folks don't give a don't give a damn about us at all. And if if and if how these headlines are coming out and how the police chiefs are coming out and going, he just had a really bad day. If that ain't enough evidence and proof for you, then I, don't, I there's nothing for me to say. There's nothing for me to engage in. Look how fam out here, girl. This is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. We're watching uh, Wisconsin versus Baylor, and they just cut to Baylor's star player reading um, during before before the game. Tennis. Um, I forget who that book is by, but I, it's on. It's on one of the. It's on somebody's reading list. Just from a mental standpoint, that was, that was amazing. An amazing, uh, an amazing shot. Um, I, I and my hesit my hesitation in and around speaking on it was was entering into a a, a trivial, frivolous dialogue when. All that matters is that is that everyday people doing everyday things, trying to take care of their families, um, trying to provide for themselves, trying to survive, are being preyed on by sick fucks. I, and I, I don't care what you are. That's where that's where I'm at with it. How we, how we, my bad, you Oh, no, you good. You good. That how, was how we have a conversation about anything else outside of that and how we, how mm. we make anybody, how we demonize anybody who was brave enough to stand up and stand in solidarity with our Asian brothers and sisters is, is absolutely ridiculous. And then on the, on the flip side, the, those who make false equivalence between experiences and, and fucked up history, what, what what is what is your real agenda? Like every, it feels like everybody's being exposed again for just being extremely um, self self selfish. Don't hit hard enough for me. Like I, I I wish it was as simple as that, but it's 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 deeper and sicker than that because it's all like. What? Why y'all didn't say nothing when this happened, bro? What are we? What are we doing? It feels so counterproductive, and and perhaps I'm ignorant in what I'm saying. And and if so, somebody please check me. I'm here for it because I don't I I don't I don't want this to come. I don't want this to be confused and and mistaken as anything other than yeah I'm yeah I'm of course I'm riding with my Asian brothers and sisters, nigga. What's up? I want I want I I hope it sound like that. Let nobody gonna question question my blackness, nigga. Cause I don't want nobody, auntie and grandma out here getting assaulted, nigga. Are you kidding me? 
That's crazy. And I get to stand on that. And then you and then and then guess what you can't do? Come make me feel some kind of way because because you misinformed. I'm outside every day. Every every day. And my my bike ride is through Chinatown. That's why I always say that well what money's touching on right now is the reason why I give so much accountability and I expect so much accountability, but then I also give so much credit uh, to the African-American community because of the amount of things that are set up in the U.S. to go against you. You can still, if you you have it in you to, to gather awareness and then come to a space of what Monty's talking about as far as putting humanity first, then you're untouchable to me. Like, I feel like they can only take you physically. You know what I'm saying? But I think that the message and the idea is so much larger than that. But I think that African-Americans have the best opportunity to grasp that because of their experiences. The experience here has been so overwhelming and... Um, outweighed from the beginning here um, that you can get the full nuance of the situation and be able to overcome um, what that setup is like and from there be a service to so many. Um, And I think that there's a lot there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of responsibility that goes into that. Not everybody wants to take that on. Hmm. But I think if you can get to that space that money's talking about right now, then you are the ultimate human being. And you have unlimited possibilities and unlimited things that are going to come your way, but also your people's way. You know, I think you can touch on so much by having that type of mentality, but I also only believe that it can come from African Americans. I'm sorry, it's not. That's no disrespect to. uh, That's not no disrespect to white people, no disrespect to Asian people, no disrespect to Indian people, no disrespect to anyone. Uh, Native Americans. It's no. There's no disrespect to anyone else. Uh, Jewish. I don't care who it is. It's there's no disrespect to anyone else, but the African American plight puts us in a space that only us can exp- can come to grips and have that level of humanity for all because of the overwhelming circumstances. It's a different level. It's a completely different level. It's a heightened sense of awareness that can only be reached by African Americans. So tap into that. I challenge y'all, tap into that. Uh, be above a good amount of this stuff. Like it's 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 it, I know it's I know it's tough and I know it's overwhelming I get it, but you have the power to do so. I know it sucks that you always got to be all powerful. I get it, but with that comes responsibility. You know, there's there's bigger there's bigger things at at, at play here, and only you have it in you to do so. I can't say that a white person can reach that level of awareness because of being at the top. You don't look down when you're at the top. That's it, it's, it's, it's not it's not something that you do. 
That's the reason why they have to deal with their own inner demons, which is this domestic terrorism. They have to deal with, for the first time, some things probably ain't going to go their way. And hopefully they don't take us all out in the process of finding that out. But in the meantime, that's not something that we can, like, I can't talk to a white person about those inner demons. I have no I have no clue about that. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to bring that, for one, bring that to your attention, for two, help you through that shit? That, sound, that sounds like a personal problem. Just like you think that everything else that we got to deal with is a personal problem, guess what? You deal with that shit. You deal with them inner demons and figure out how you're going to figure out a way to not take out the entire U.S. in, your, in the process with the help of the government. Like you, try, you try to figure that out. That's a lot to carry. So hopefully you figure that part out. But as far as black people go, there's bigger shit to deal with. Uh, I, because <laughs> the no, I'm not doing that. No, not today. I just don't. <laughs> I'm not doing that. It, it, it opens up a, a no. It, does, it opens I up. So I didn't much. even want to talk about that, but that I, did, I didn't. I didn't either. But it, the, the 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 dimensions I I assumed it would take us through are exactly. I'm at that. I'm at the doorstep of it right now. It was about to open. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, No, yeah. that's not. Let's not. It's, yeah, we go, we'll, we'll say that we already get called we'll, the Black Republicans and all that shit. It's like, all right, bro, it'll, it'll really get sick. Yeah, nah. <laughs> like, so what we got next, man? Come on, yeah, get, me get me out of here. Get me out of here. I'm tripping. I'm. Bugging. I mean, I'm all for getting canceled, but like, it's a, it's a. Can we take it there? To, okay. It's a, it's a matter of just like something. Some things do just got to be said. You know, we just got to deal with it as they come. But I. No, give me, no, give me out of here. Give me out of here. I'm, yeah, I feel, I'm not I feel, doing I feel, that because I, I, gee, I feel so. <laughs> it's, it's, no, that's a that's a whole topic in itself. We didn't have that on the slate, but that's a whole like you can unpack that. You can unpack that in a two hour talk. Like that's a that's a shit ton of things to unpack. But I would love to have like a a, a, a sit down with multiple races yes. to hash out that conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and like just have it all be on the table, no. and have everybody have their uh, their personal things that come to play in that. Before we get to a multi race, multicultural episode, I want to have one with just some some black folks yeah, in here I feel you. about my sentiments towards completely Black Lives Matter and every everything in that realm too. Completely, like that's 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 the door, like the the stop Asian hate and everybody else's. Every everybody else's because that's how it's framed, because that's how hashtags work, y'all. Now that's y'all problem. See what I'm saying? See how nasty that feel? As opposed to, so when you ask like when 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 all my white friends and all friends that identified as anything other than black were like, yo, what can I? How can I be there for you, fam? Are you kidding me? This don't upset you by yourself. What you? What I need you to? Help me with that ain't my that wasn't my neck being nilt on. I get to wake up and breathe today. I'm fine. That what you mean? I'm here for you. Them videos of them and them Asian, Asian, elderly Asian women being attacked, bro. That I that made saddened me and made me sick to my stomach. And I wasn't calling all my Asian partners. Hey man, what you what you need? What you, you need something? I'm here for you. I'm hurting for you. What? That I'm. Please tell me I'm not crazy, y'all. It's, it's something about that just makes you go, "What are we doing?" Yeah. 
Black Lives Matter. So, so now wh- white people be so hesitant in and around that conversation. What the fuck does that mean? See, stop. Get me on another topic, Lex. God damn it. Uh, let's go to a happier place. <laughs> just, just, just think about, just think about how condescending that is to tell you that Black Lives Matter. Oh, Larry, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I try, it's just. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. He like, no, because he's going to open up a whole other kettle of worms, so oh. we do need to switch up this topic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's, let's to move sick. the film. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Move, oh, let's oh, move the oh, film oh, and show. Let's take, oh, let's take it somewhere, oh, man. First off, did any of you guys see the Snyder Cut of Justice oh, League? No. No? Nah. No, but you got to tell you. Gotta, you we can't what, not- was it Justice League? Yeah, it was the Justice League movie, but it I is. do not remember that movie for some reason. You shouldn't remember it because okay. it was horrible. All right. But probably because they had a terrible villain. It was that cat with like the helmet on or some shit. Yeah, but see, when you see the Snyder cut version, everything makes sense. Mm. And you need Oh, that's right, because they did leave out hella shit. Like they it was, left it was hella, it was like, hella like breaks into other things. Exactly. So oh go ahead. No, no, you got it, you got it. So when everybody heard it was going to be four hours, everybody just thought he was going to put in a whole lot of bullshit. Like, that was a talk from a lot of no, people. No, he just told the actual story? Yeah, and, <laughs> and he actually just told the actual story. Yeah. But the thing that I always say about Zack Snyder as a director, writer, he can't make a short movie. Mm-hmm. If his movie ain't three hours... He did uh, Prometheus, right? Did he do that? Who did Prometheus? I, I can look it up, but you can go ahead. Can go yeah, ahead. but like he did the Watchmen, the Watchmen movie. Okay, that's right. And that's that right. was three hours. The one horrible movie, Sucker Punch, was two and a half hours, but that was really horrible. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> but like his thing is longer movies. No, that's uh, Prometheus was really Scott. Really yeah. Scott. I'll, I'll get them. I get them mixed up. My bad. But when it came to this version of the Justice League, like everything that somebody would have hated in the original Justice League. He, it was completely different than what Zack Snyder's vision was. Mm. So, and the way he shot it, it looks beautiful. Like, it was him doing what he does at his best level. Like, the whole fighting and then slowing it down, speeding up, slowing it down. Like, you know how he started that shit with 300? Mm. On this movie, he finally found a way to perfect it oh, and just master his craft on it. Mm. Hmm. Okay. So as a not not even just as a filmmaker, as a as a person, I'll say as a filmmaker, G, I'll ask you as an athlete and and having to fit into a system as opposed to the system accenting your your skill set, how many of those stories would y'all like on percentage wise, on a percentage scale, would y'all say um exist, right? Where Context is the studio got it and stripped away all the fire, and niggas was like, "Oh, this this wasn't memorable." And then they get to see what it was actually supposed intended to be, and go, "This is brilliant." How often do you think that percentage wise, you think that is that is in play? Because it because I I just I have I'm having a really hard time, especially in the in the lens through the lens of creativity, right? Going such and such as project is trash. It's so hard to make shit that I don't think it's a lot of people out there just making bullshit. Like past a certain point, you go, you go, uh, league player. Ain't nobody in the league trash, fam. Yeah, I think it's a good. I think 
5% get to actually see the true vision, vision see their vision through. For example, like... You said fi- only 5%. So you said 95% of the shit is tampered with. It's yeah, dope. it's tampered with oh, because... Wow, wow. It's like, how many... Think about how many directors really have the pull to be like, nah, this is the story, this is where it's going to be at. I think there's only one. Who are you going? Nolan? Really? I think Nolan is the only one that has free form to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as, like, budget goes, what's the other dude? Uh, James Cameron... Mm-hmm. Can do it. Uh, the other dude that did Transformers, uh, Bay. 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 Uh, Bay can do it because he's gonna blow some shit up. So that's gonna draw numbers naturally. naturally. It's, gonna be, um, it's gonna be big ass budgets, but it's gonna be a lot coming back too. So they'll you know cancel out or whatever. But I don't see too many directors that get out shit. What? There's up and coming directors though that are cold. Yeah. That are amazing. Which I I'll give out one, but you go ahead in the meantime. I was going to say, uh, I still think Quentin probably gets his full vision out there. Like, but like Elle said, there's not many. And Spike, you would have to say Spike, but he does a lot of his shit, mostly independent art. Exactly. So, but like, for example, even the movie Venom, like, I know somebody who has a connection to Sony and saw it before it went through all the different processing of different producers saying, nah, you need to take that out. Or uh, they had a group of fans, uh, you know, a group of people watch it, and from their comments, they took out more stuff, and then they changed the rating. And then, like, they basically pulled it apart from what it originally was supposed to be Mm -hmm. and then put it back together, thinking that all these, uh, what are they called? Uh, surface groups, uh, you know, basically different groups of people research saying... Research groups. Yeah, yeah. research mm-hmm. groups saying that this is what the movie should be like. So then it just strips whatever that person's original idea, view of the movie was, yeah. and then you get that back. Yeah, man, I'm uh, I struck, struggling with that because it's the quality control. Watch the, the, um, the uh, Motown documentary and... Barry Gordy had a record store. That's, did we talk about this already on the show? Because I, it's, it's, I watched it a few weeks ago, and it's all I could talk about for a really long time, especially through the lens of Grand National and, and you guys. Um, Barry Gordy had a record shop, but he only wanted to sell jazz. And this is at the time of, like, Muddy Waters and all the people that's jamming for real. So the People in in his in his neighborhood who would be his demographic coming in a record store. Hey man, you got you got muddy waters. He like man, I don't sell that. I only sell jazz. And because he wouldn't sell what the market wanted, guess what? That nigga went bankrupt <laughs> <laughs> and lost the record shop. And so he had to go start working at the at the, at the Ford plant. I don't know if it was GM or Ford. I think it was, it's Detroit. So I'm gonna go probably G or probably. Ford? Yeah. Um, but he worked in the quality control department of the assembly line. So the assembly line, the car goes through the whole thing, and just because it went through the whole thing don't mean that it's done. It still has to go to a room where they inspect everything, and if it don't pass, it shit gets sent back out. And he goes, God damn, I could do this with people or with music. 
And so the way the so when whenever they show Motown, they show the one house. They eventually bought all the houses on that block, and every house was a different department of the record label. Dang. It's artist development. It's the assembly line with people, and they had a quality control meeting. Uh, once to every Monday or whatever they said the day was is where the the entertainment lawyer because he's not biased to anything. He going based off the deals that that, that they've been working. So he got a completely different perspective on why this song is a hit and why it isn't. His sister is doing, got the artists going through etiquette classes so they know how to dress and talk and and what the salad fork is. And it's like, man, fam, why is that important to artist development? Because shit, we going we we might have to close a deal on some real bread and they can't have you in here looking crazy. All right, bet you need to learn how to engineer the studio. I know I Marvin Gaye, I know you a dope songwriter, but fam, give me them songs because you're not ready. We're gonna get them to Smokey and you gonna learn, you're gonna get developed for real until you ready. <laughs> Your songs is ready, but you not. <laughs> Whoa. That that's incredible. When you get to the and it, and it's all deriving from a place of just like the the art being first. But when you get into the studios and they going, you should do this, take this away. Where is that deriving from? Because it it's it's compromising the it's compromising the art anymore. It's not. It's no longer. That's not what Barry Gordon was doing. This feels different. Where somebody's turning in a four hour movie and you going, nah, people ain't watching that. Take exactly. take two hours away, and then we got then we then we got box office potential, and then it comes out, and everybody's like, "This is shit." Now it's the director's fault. Now he can't get approved for another budget because y'all stripped away what probably would have worked off of what you think the system. I don't know. I I, I wanted to ask y'all that just as as contributors. Yeah, and I think I think uh, it come down to also like how many people are involved in the process because. Mm. That's why Marvel is such a machine because they have a built-out department for all this different things that are going to go into each one of these films, which is why it was the most seamless thing that you could possibly see watching all those characters be in the final the final two Marvel movies. Like that shit was beautifully put together and that's why it did the numbers that it did. Yeah. Like them opening up the entire universe and somehow Putting that together and condensing it into two and a half hours, I don't know how the hell you do that shit. It's just fucking impressive. But you also couldn't say that that was a specific director. Exactly. You know what I mean? They had like, every director from every... You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a lot of hands in on that pot to make that make that idea come to life. You know, and it's, it's the only way to get all of those characters together. Now, Snyder shit, he had a tough job because that's terrible universe yeah <laughs> the universe is horrible like none, none of the characters are great none of the uh villains are great so it's it, you it's uphill climb to begin with like you can only shoot it perfectly that's it like you can only make the the visuals look as amazing as possible but that's it and another thing uh like you said marvel it's a team where snyder for the most part like the batman versus superman justice league that was him yeah like he was Creative, creative control, writing it, like he was putting on all those different hats, which is a hell of a challenge to take on. But it's not the one for a superhero film. No, like not not a multi a multi layered superhero film. Like it's something that you will need a team for just because of 
it's too much going on. Like, it's way too much going on to try to, con- and then also try to figure out how to condense that into something that's viewable to make some money. But I was going to say, like, the um, the the directors that do make sense, or the up-and-coming directors that are doing amazing work, mm-hmm. they're doing this stuff on, like, the, on the indie scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, the indie scene is kind of the place where you can get your story told, but it's, it's a harder process to get that shit budgeted. Like, you gotta, it's fucking pulling teeth trying to get that shit to hit. Why wouldn't the money people, if it don't make sense on an RI? I, shit, if you, if you, if you get lucky enough to invest in the moonlight, so I'm, I, cause it, the if, the if part is exactly why it doesn't happen. I'm just going, if you catch enough of those moments though, wouldn't you just go, Fuck, I believe in this story. I believe in this director. I don't know, but but also if Moonlight has an unlimited budget, is it as good as it is? Are people are are creatives incentive to go, hey, we got the budget now, now the shit gonna be weak. Like I don't I don't know if people work like that. I mean, also people with the pockets too, they are more about like proven models. Like they're not big on like let's try some shit. So a lot of times, anything that's going to be original content ain't about to get budgeted. Like, good luck with that shit. We're talking, we're trying to get, how many times can we make Fast and the Furious, fam? Because we know that that shit is going to, we know how much we're getting back from that. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to pump. What number we on? What? Nine. I don't know how. You're not even exaggerating. It's really number nine. Yeah. What what number did y'all bow out at? What was the last one you seen? Probably when Brad passed. One or two. I, I, I was Nigga, you've seen past. You've nah, seen Tokyo Drift. Ain't Tokyo Drift see, number three? I missed Tokyo yeah, Drift. Yeah, see, so then I was out at two, and then I ended up watching. Bouncing back because of The Rock? Just because of The Rock? Was yeah, nah, I was about to say I saw Hobbs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last one I saw was probably The Rock. You I did not see it. You saw Hobbs and Shaw? Yes. You're a sicko. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're sick. <laughs> you are. But uh, <laughs> the, crazy, <laughs> the craziest thing was I was in a meeting once. And the dude that was in control of the money, his exact words was, I'm not a creator. I'm just a person that wants to flip his money. So if you tell me to read this script, I can't imagine none of this shit in my head. Mm -hmm. So you need to explain to me how that... Is going to translate. Yeah. You got to... So you basically got to come in here and break this shit down in layman terms as if I have never seen a film before and make it out into a way that makes sense to me before I even pass a dollar to you. Before I even pay for this meal. Not gonna be and f- able to do and it. And folks gotta do that like 400 times. Not gonna be able <laughs> Before to do they it. see something. Like, before they see anything come in for this vision they have. By then, bro, I am tired of this script, fam. Yeah. Um, you gonna keep going? You got it. Nah, you got it. You segue king. <laughs> this, this is gonna be abrupt. And, uh, and you're ridiculous, but uh, are y'all ready for the? You know how they had the summer of love. What year was that? Seventy something. <laughs> are y'all ready for the 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 summer of breakups? Mm. Quavo and Sweetie started it off, man. Mm. Big business. Making a diss track about your exes. I'm sorry. That's a that's an and and especially if it's not if it's not going to be full out toxic. You can't play with that one. You got to just fully go there. 
Like, you got to make an anthem, and it better be a smash, too. And it better not be something that folks already know. Mm, I didn't think about that. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be some shit like you, uh, need, to, you, you need to spill the tea, kid. Nah, not even, <laughs> not even spill the tea. It's just like it's gonna be some shit that is played already. Like ah, uh, she's a gold digger. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, all right, all right, Phil. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be like <laughs> right, future. So, my nigga, bro. <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. If you gonna go there, you gotta really go there. If 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 not, bro, don't play with it. Don't half step with it, cause then then I'm gonna be mad. My nigga, just say that she was tricking. That's it. Just say that you 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 timed out on your tricking. Like you, uh, we hit a pandemic and I wasn't forking out no more money, and she wasn't trying to hear that. So this is what happened. So just put it out like that. I I do you know it's what you know it's one of the, my bad you know it's one of the arguments where like my nigga you can't pay for this. <laughs> I, well, see, I I don't well it, well maybe that's the root, but I'm going. I I'm, I'm talking about him him being like my nigga you. How many times am I gonna be paid for? Like you, you, you don't want to pay for something. <laughs> you know, when you, when you, when you get fed up. <laughs> he said, you know, "To say fam is crazy." That's like not, fam, it, it's just a box of cereal. You don't got that, fam. Like something. Do you want to pay for something in here? Like why you got all your bread, and I'm paying for all that shit over here. Nah, but go ahead. I mean, I'm just going. I'm going. City girls, sweetie, now. Um. Jasmine Sullivan had already came through. She said she got a clip ready. But she happy, she happy in her situation, so she may not be able to contribute. To nah, she, she can still contribute. She's going to tell See, other people stories. So that's the sick part. You could be... because Well, it's not the sick part. Because rap, rap niggas have done it forever. The niggas be at home married with 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 wives and families and... And taking the Burberry matching pictures on the weekend that we never see, mm. and every song is man, fuck that bitch, get money, man. Oh yeah, money and, talking. And they married, so now the women, the chicks, is happily at home, like fuck that nigga. Mm. But they, they, they nigga is they got a good nigga though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They waking up in the morning making shrimp and eggs. That's it. Yeah, I don't know about this summer, bro. I, all I'm saying is be 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 weary of those pushing that line, and ain't and and that really that really ain't they they circumstances. Sweetie, sweetie, and Quavo ran the cute couple thing as long as they could, and and now are gonna whoop us into the we enemies now, and then get back together. Janae and Big Sean did that weird shit. Had a whole joint album, broke up. That's my nigga for real. Now they posting cute Disneyland pictures together, and niggas was invested in their relationship. Worry about yourself, please. <laughs> See, that's why we got Drake certified lover boy coming. He gonna heal the world. No, that nigga said I only had I ain't had sex since Valentine's Day. Fam, whose business is that? <laughs> and why is that so specific? Because he'd been arguing with somebody and he needed to put the song out so they knew <laughs> how real. <laughs> I ain't even done nothing. <laughs> like, damn, it's it's just it's just ridiculous, fam. Don't fall, don't fall for the madness. Is is my only sort of like. Is anybody ever going to talk about how much Drake likes to fuck with other people's girls? Mm. Like, is that ever going to be a topic? Or is do, it, or, is- or do nobody touch that because they want a verse from Drake? Probably because they want a verse for Drake, but I always assumed that it was Drake sort of discovering them and then niggas going, oh, she used to fuck with Drake. Mm. Or is it that on some deeper level, he may be as dope as he is at music, but since he doesn't feel he gets that respect, 
He feels like fucking other niggas' girls brings him closer to the nigga. Yeah, that makes niggas fall in line for sure. We, we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nigga, nigga that actually fucked your, fuck your girl? Yeah, you gonna fall in line, my nigga. Hmm. Or she get fucked again. <laughs> See? It's gonna be a sad it's, it's gonna be a sad day for you, bro. See? Hey, my nigga, you are loving everything, bro. And I got her ass up there. They love they love L until until L G come out. Then it's, like, then it's like, oh my God. Then it's like, oh my goodness. That's right, you said, and then they get fucked again. They get fucked again, bro. Run like, it back? Hey, my name old old sure principal, they got to run it back. You that wasn't is. trying to fall in line, fam. You still trying me, I bet. Would you hide a loved one's trauma just to protect yourself from seeing the pain they would go through? You got to offer some context on that. Man, it's from the show me and Elle were talking about the servant. Uh Mm. And the wife is basically, she going through a whole mental separation because everybody around her is lying to her about what happened to her child. So she hasn't come to the grips of. Oh, you how, mean you mean literally hide hide some shit from? Yeah, her. like literally hiding it from her. And that, then, that was that was gonna be my question. It's like how can how can you hide someone's trauma? But that I, I shit. It's like it's letting them live within the bubble that they've created for themselves, like their defense mechanism. So letting them live within their defense mechanism. Yeah, and then on this very last episode, he was this close to telling her the truth. And then just stopped. And that's where all that came from, like. Because shit shit twisted up. Yeah. Shit shit twisted up and made it it more plausible. Like, he he can buy some time now. But, nah, he almost had to. Yeah. It was almost a mess just to figure. But she was about to find on her own, too, so. But, like, remember, like, leading up when he was telling her, like, oh, you about to, since you can't get him back, you going to do this to me? Mm-hmm. Like, there's always a way. Fam, the child's dead, but he's like, nah, you gonna do this to me? Mm-hmm. You gonna hurt me? There's always a way. We'll find a way. We'll get through this. And like I said, that means I'm gonna keep you in this bubble so as long as you don't have to go through that, then I don't gotta go through nothing and we just go live in these lies. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I think I, I would say that that's a level of, that that's for sure a level of love where... Um, where you love that person so much that you don't want to see, you don't want to see what comes of that, because you know that the outcome is way is is further beyond the uh, like the living realm that they're in right now. So like their option, the only option that's gonna come about given the amount of time and the uh, how deep of a um, of a defense area that she went into. The only thing, the only option that she has after that, if the if it is true, if the reality is what it is, is that she is she's not going to be here no more. Like that's the only option that she had. Mm. You know what I mean? Just given the amount of time and and how deep she went into this uh, space. So I get I get his angle. I was just wondering the entire time, like, damn, they're doing it. Like you got to have a certain amount of bread to create that type of bubble. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's not like that's not something that you get off when. You live in poverty and yeah. shit is, is going it, to like. That was going to be my question to y'all. It's like, how many, and, and 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 that's sort of the point is that you don't know, but how many, how many folks are living in 
secret fucking from poverty to wealth, right? Where it's just certain shit that can't ever like can't ever get out. Um and it's easier it's easier said, right? It's like, yo, what whatever's done in the dark and come to light, bullshit. It's a certain generation of folks that's taking secrets to their grave. And I mean like oh, yeah, not no a, not no not no little shit. Like nigga nigga had a baby with a with a nigga that's got a whole family, like like that type of shit. Oh yeah, there's a there's a lot of children that wasn't raised by their actual parents that don't know. Don't know if that's not your mom. And so you know what I'm saying? So to to your auntie is actually your mom. Like it's to, it's a lot of folks that it's a, it's, 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 a, it's it's a lot. It's a whole hell of a lot of that. And and so my it happens. It happens a lot. And the easy the easy answer is sort of like, oh no, nah, tell the truth. You gotta always tell the truth. I was like, I it's could could you? I get, I got I got secrets, you know. But I I would like I would like to I would I would fuck man I. There's no way I could have a kid out there that I just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, not, I'm using that scenario, and there's a whole bunch of other, like, secret scenarios that exist, but it's like no way I could have a have a child and not be there for for them, you know? Yeah. Um, if, if that's one of the secrets we're using. But could one of y'all niggas call me in the middle of the night and be like, Money, I got a buried body. Yep, let's go. Never, <laughs> don't you ever speak about it again. <laughs> Are you hungry? Like, real shit, like you know what I'm saying? No, like, that's real. I don't know, so it's it's move it's a form of moving the goalpost, but it's like my nigga move the goalpost in, you know. I don't I don't know and that and that'd be the shit that I'd be like, I don't want to sit up here and reveal that that sicko part of me. But it's like all secrets ain't created equally, I guess, is where I'm at, you know? And but all the more reason why I am not inclined to judge people however they move. I just know what type of time I'm on. And we gotta assess every situation. And to blanket and generalize it, it just—it's—it's it's not, it's not realistic, I guess, for me. Which is exactly why I live in the middle because it allows me to assess all situations. Like, cause it—it's not—it's not a blinding space to be in. Okay. Like, you gotta kind of, you gotta factor in the possibilities of everything, yeah. um, in order to make decisions. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and and make educated and accurate decisions, and then and then live with them. You know what I mean? That's another thing. Is can you live with can it? you live with can you live with the decisions that are made? And the answers be no for should be eating people alive, nigga. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to sleep. I'm bro, gonna sleep smile, good. happy face. Cuddle up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man, now I'm rub, big hey, warm. Rub these feet together, nigga. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Big warm, nah. But for that situation, though, yeah, I definitely get, I definitely get it completely because it's, it's rough, especially because in that particular situation, I know money hasn't seen it, but in that particular situation, um, he is going through it too. You know what I mean? Like it's not like uh, she's the only one that is experiencing it, but she is the one that had to carry the child. So, and actually, he. Is the he's also he had he played a part. So that's another thing is just realizing the part that you play in something, and having to come to grips on that too. So there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of play, parts in play on this one. So it's it's definitely layered. But I would say in those particular situations when you're dealing with something that heavy um, and that damaging, um, all possibilities are 
everything is possible. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anything is like closed off. Do you you want to do the Twitter shit, or we kind of already cut touch on it? You touched on you pretty much touched on it when you were talking about the day, mm-hmm. and like when you had originally put that tweet out, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that shit, shit deep. Made me made me have to look in the mirror and be like, yeah, nigga, he talking to you and he don't even know it, so. I was, nigga, I was the wait, go yeah yeah, I, yeah but I was I, I for sure was talking to myself but it felt like you was talking to me <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you Hit it, um, giving Lex subs on the, on Twitter <laughs> and it's like I knew you I knew you. L- L- Lodge hit us like that too it's like yeah. next time y'all could just at me it's like nigga I did, I had to go listen to that timestamp because yeah. I didn't know what he was talking about and I was like damn. I was telling him, man, we be talking to hypotheticals, but yeah. it's going to touch folks. Yeah, if, it, if, it, if it's resonating, <laughs> if it's resonating <laughs> our bad, it, I promise, promise we ain't shooting at nobody for real. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about anybody's specific <laughs> situations either. It's just that there's a lot of shit that takes place, so yeah. a lot of people might be whipped into that. So the uh, they one, you say, try replacing the word they when voicing complaints out loud. They hating on me. They sleeping on me. I did, and I found I was... I was only using that as a crutch, knowing damn well I hadn't fully committed and still working on that honesty, on, on that honestly. But the results are heavy. And then you put stop sleeping on yourself. I mean, yeah, you're right. We did we did sort of touch on that. It, uh, again, Court, Nana, Kev, um, the entire Hope Foundation squad, like the that's exactly what the conversation is sort of rooted in is so they for example if if next time you in a debate with somebody if 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 niggas is uh, just to the are niggas still arguing with niggas like i i used to live for debates cuz i just had it, it the feeling of being right was just oh it's addicted right then you like bro that's just, oh that's just feeding your ego and and not and a lot and then thinking back on them said debates you would go, well, they said, or studies show, and no, they don't. Nigga, you making that up in order to 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 prove you're right in this debate that really don't matter and that you probably are wrong in anyway. And it's a it's a it's a shitty thing to have to admit to yourself, but it it it, it is helpful in the name of evolution and advancing. And it's and and then also I'm probably exposing myself as as being a complete weirdo and and that being a driving force because maybe maybe people don't have that problem like I'm 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 voicing it as as everybody going through the same thing and it's like nah money it, it's you and a few other niggas that just need to be right like that for real so glad you're sharing it but that ain't my experience and <laughs> and it's like nah what's like revealing that coming to that understanding for my for myself was like damn it was so um it was so helpful and like in this next phase that that we're in right now of like what a what a path pass pathway to to um you think you just got off nigga? Yeah, oh yeah, he did for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, like yeah. like in that celebration just he, now. He's he like what what I tell you, nigga? Yeah, he indeed. <laughs> that mustache he had, yeah. Uh we watching the 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 post game of uh Loyola Chicago in um in Illinois and it's White bro with the craziest mustache that was balling, 
And he for sure said nigga in the second. Yeah, we 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 uh, congratulated his coach, and <laughs> yeah. they started they started uh, chest bumping. <laughs> you I know he's like, hey, I told you, nigga, big fella, you earned that one. You good, you good with me? <laughs> I'll defend you. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. What was uh, where were we at? Uh, all right, all right. No, no, you good. Um, in this next phase of forgiveness, um, as far as accepting the responsibility that comes with being an entrepreneur, um, that crutch of displacing responsibility, you don't get to, you just don't get to have if, if you're going to run a successful business. My dad did this, so I'm this way. My mama did this, so I'm this way. The bully in school did this, so I'm, that's like, fam, unfortunately, Accepting the accepting the role and the responsibility of a of an entrepreneur, you don't get to go. They did this to me. Why now you have to ask beyond that why you reacted said way when that happened to you? That's the question you've got to ask. And then go tweak said whatever it is so that you don't respond that way when it happens to you again because it's wolves out here. Everybody gonna try you. Mm. Everybody's finessing. So that's the name of the game. And you and you've chosen to play it. Play that motherfucker then. Go get your left hand right. Go get your mm. jumper right. Niggas is pulling up from 35 feet. Dame shooting from the logo. So you might want to go extend your range a little bit and not go, man, such and such did this. Oh, okay. What that got to do with you getting in the gym? You know? And the truth, the gonna truth, be, gonna be out the league with that mentality. Gonna be out the league, and that's so. That was the, exactly G. So, simply saying, they sleeping on me, and, and oh, oh, that's I'm sorry, Lex. Context to that tweet was the last few weeks I've been getting these tweets, and and I'm he- and I don't retweet them because it would be some st- status. Fulfilling shit. Mm. I've been getting these tweets of, oh, fam, you hella underrated. I didn't know you was this tight. And the person don't mean nothing by it, but it really, it 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 is a diss in a way. Um, you slept on. Because now, instead of hearing, man, you right, I am slept on. I'm hearing, oh, I'm not working hard enough. Or I'm not working. No, no, no. Not that I'm not working hard enough. I'm not working efficient enough. Because mm-hmm. the podcast come out every week, every week. Um, I did six projects last year. Six of them. Did six. You really are OVO. Six, God. Mm-hmm. Don't make me pull the chain out. <laughs> Don't make me. Mm. Thank God I'm sparing you. You feel me? Um, put six projects out in 2020. Podcast comes out every week. And that 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 does not account for the, the other IP that I either a, am a creator on, a producer on, um, or help facilitate in some way. I'm never not working. So when you tell me I'm slept on, I'm processing it as, now I'm processing it as, as opposed to engaging in, oh, you're right, because it absolves me of any accountability. Now I got to go, now I'm going, fuck, I really got to go dissect what steps I'm missing not accounting for or how I can get better or what, who I need to go get some real feedback on what I may be missing. Um, and that's all. 
just want to tell myself a different story. Are, nigga, are you are you in are you in the gym enough? Like li- like physically in the gym, not not a me- not metaphorically, not mentally. No, nigga, are you working out? Do you have the stamina? If we had to go to war right now, if you had to fight three, if you had to fight a three minute UFC round, nigga, could you? If the answer is no, you probably not ready for this 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 entrepreneurship. Je- Jeff Bezos just ain't in shape, nigga, because he want to look fly. That nigga's ready for war. Get him fucked up if you want to. I'm just I'm just gonna say that. Like I I've been wanting to say that for a really long time. Like, oh that nigga went and bought a new body. Okay, try that nigga. <laughs> he got he has the bandwidth to get up and go work out for however long he needs to. And in that form of therapy, help him develop whatever it is the next project he's working on. Have y'all seen Dr. Dre lately? Mm-hmm. Try him. Like I mean, but outside of the aneurysm, and I, mm-hmm. and I hope he's healing from that. But the transformation his body made. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the shit I'm looking at. Just that sharpness. Joe Rogan. If you if you think he's one of the sharpest niggas, it's attached to his workout and what ideas and how he's delegating. Like he he the, uh, he's working efficiently enough to have this nigga L was like, yo man, we can we can man I I yeah money we can move some stuff, but I I got a meal prep for the week. What are you talking about? He's efficient. You know, so it it was. Uh, it's long-winded, but that's context to that to that that tweet. Um, the caption is: "We gratitude, forgiveness, accountability. Gratitude, forgiveness, accountability. It ain't nobody else's fault. Nobody else is stopping you. Tell yourself a different story and get to fucking work." Armani, <laughs> I'm not. I didn't say no. Pa, something. That's a reminder for me. No, that's it. That's the secret sauce, man. That's a secret sauce. So I I completely agree. Um, only you. Only you. Learning to slow down for self care. Within within on brand. Right on right in, right in the loop. And slow down for self care, and really checking on your folks. You know. Yeah. Slow down for real. This rat race ain't going nowhere. You're not missing nothing. Um, I'm telling y'all, I'm I'm a I'm a step away from getting a flip phone. <laughs> and if I get the flip phone, I know I can get away with not having a phone. The flip <laughs> phone is gonna be my transition into not having a phone. I'm excited. I'm getting close. Getting close to it. I'm getting really close. You found somebody that's gonna turn it on. No, no, no! I'm not even gonna get an old one. They, they still sell them. Oh, yeah, oh, shit! They still, they still sell them just for the, just for the average users. And I'm like, yeah, can I, can I get that? And I'm like, sir, why? Cause I don't really like being, ex- being accessible like that. Like the people, like I think I talked to, I talked to you a lot, like on, like on the phone. Oh, yeah. Um, my mom on the phone. Tina FaceTime, but then she's she like, bro, you, she like, I don't want nothing, and you don't want to be on the phone, so I'm not finna hold you hostage like that. Oh man, um, damn, that might be it. On the as far as talking on the phone, um, and so the 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 the, the, the t- I feel so bad for the text messages because my I like I get overwhelmed because I'm like, I. Oh, 
what do I start? What do I say? And then, so I'll chime in, but it'll be these long ass, and it's like, that's totally not the point of these conversations. Like, man, get in, get out. See what you need to say. And then I'm like, I'm completely misusing every, like, I'm just long-winded, you know? Yeah. So, listen to the pod. I, I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> Like, the, the type, the dope, Twitter, tw- shout out to Twitter, man. Like, how you could just do the threads like that, it's so my speed and and shout out to sue uh i am sue called me one day out of the blue and was like nigga why aren't you on twitter them long ass captions on instagram do not belong on instagram they belong on twitter it's like you're doing this so backwards old nigga oh that's what happened i got disrespected and respected at the same time uh, i got it a old nigga at the gas station with hey og you want to buy some weed <laughs> <laughs> He was at least 15 years older than me, y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. A-O-G, you want to buy some weed? He's 15 years older than me. I can see it in his face. A-O-G. <laughs> and he meant it, too. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I didn't even... I said, nah, I'm good. And he just <laughs> spun did, off. He didn't buy it from him because he called you O-G. Facts. I would have got from him. I would have spent some money. I, I support black businesses. <laughs> he would have said, but, young boy. But you disrespected me. Yeah. <laughs> but you respected me at the same time. Yeah. A-O-G. So I can't, I don't know if I look old in the face or if I look like I had that OG aura. Yeah, yeah, OG status, man. You, just, you know, you always got to respect your OGs. And he was show, hey, OG, hey, you buy some weed? <laughs> like, I was so confused. I'm like, wait, what? But sometimes the OG don't even be about age, though. It be about, like, what you have to what he has. Mm, I didn't even think about it. Now that nigga was calling me old. I'm not gonna romanticize it. Fam called me OG and he was just like, you look old in the face. Right? So I'm like, all right, all right, you got it. But I'm not buying, I'm not not supporting black business today. Nope. nope. <laughs> hey, OG. The the last Blackbuster doc. Did y'all watch it? I did. Nah, I've been uh, now that I I can admit. That I'll start watching some docs. Mm, oh, right. he tried to sneak that off off yeah. air, and we, we weren't having it. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I'll, I'll start watching some docs. You know, I, I had to I had to spoon feed myself into watching docs, so I, I, I got to the crack one. But I definitely wanted to see that because I watched the uh, you know on a preview pop up when you have when you're just sitting on it, whatever. First off, it's hilarious that it's on Netflix. Uh, but it is I did, from my, what I got from the preview though, it was dope that it was outlining, like, what Nef- I don't know who actually did the doc, but I get why it's on Netflix, uh, so that it could present the picture of, like, oh, no, don't cry for Blockbuster because Netflix outdid them at their own game. Hmm. Blockbuster been doing this. Yeah. And the other funny thing was, damn, I'll say spoiler alert, even though it's a doc. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it, Money? No, 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 I have not. I have not watched it yet, but I, I have plans to. All right, I'm just going to say this one little bit because they got, like, he's an executive at Blockbuster or something like that. And throughout the whole doc, he, there's nothing funny. Like, he's, he can't help it. He's just serious and about numbers. And he's breaking down how it wasn't Netflix that, like, took Blockbuster out. It was the fact that, so when Blockbuster got bought by whatever movie company that makes movies, they were taking the money that Blockbuster was 
making and using it to make movies. So then when 2009, when the whole crash happened, Mm -hmm. it was like Blockbuster was in debt like some fucking 900 million, but it wasn't because Blockbuster was failing. Yeah, it was the movies, yeah. It was just the movies were failing. And then basically he was talking about at the time, Netflix and Blockbuster was about the same company. Mm -hmm. It's just that Netflix had capital to keep growing. Mm -hmm. And Blockbuster had no capital and nobody was giving money. So they were just going down while Netflix still had capital to burn to go up. Mm. So... That was like one of the big things that they were talking about. But overall, the doc is very interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to watch it. Um just from a I'm 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 both surprised and impressed that they actually told that story. Cause it was one that was just floating around. My favorite uh meme from it is like, imagine killing a nigga and making a documentary about <laughs> it. That is so hilarious to me. Um so I'm glad that they did it. Um will be able to sort of decode what really took place based off the information that they give us because I imagine that some of it is romanticized in a way yeah. and you're like, ah, fam. But it's weird also that there still is one blockbuster left. Where? Is it, you know? In Bend, Oregon. No, nah, that's not weird. If you've ever been to Bend, that's not weird. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not weird at nah, all. Nah, when you watch it and how dedicated the lady is. To keeping it. To keeping it. Like she has, she has all the old blockbuster machine computers from other companies, from other stores because she was like, "Yeah, if this breaks down, we got to switch out parts because it's so old. They don't make the parts no more." Continued it. That's kind of now. I kind of want to go to that place just to see. It's like a museum, then damn near. Yeah, I want to go there. Just interesting. Um, we we got a couple more topics before we get out. One that I I I've been avoiding for a couple of weeks, but Benny the Butcher just dropped the plugs I met to him and Harry Frog. Um, shout out to Frog, just just constantly um, providing the best soundscape for some of the most elite MCs. So you go Jim Jones, Harry Frog, uh, Currency, Harry Frog, French, Harry Frog. Um, now Benny and Harry Frog, and and he don't miss. As a as a technician, as a composer, um, as a curator, I just really love what he's able to do with MCs and accenting um, how how elite they are as as lyricists and as writers. And Benny is no exception to that. Uh, so Benny, I love you, and and uh, Jim Jones, I love you. But uh, this is I'm getting I'm getting so beyond fed up with the continued narrative that rap is the most dangerous job. <laughs> that shit makes me so sick. And to hear rappers keep I'm saying glad, I'm it. glad you're saying it. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I've been trying to avoid it as not to seem like an asshole or like purposely going out the way to be anti. It's the stupidest narrative ever. And, and it's rappers that keep enforcing it and giving it juice. I know more dangerous jobs. Like, I know, like... Nigga, let's start. Let's a, run them all. A very dangerous job is being a porn star. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he was going to go there. I didn't know you was going to start there. Was like, nah, uh, think, think about porn actresses, though. Like, all their all their shit is out, and they got to deal with every... Like, you, th- you think, it's, you think it's, it's dynamite 
in your pants, like when you walking around just as a as a woman that doesn't have information out there like that. Uh-huh. So you actually having so content out there. Niggas, niggas have watched you over and over again. Niggas have beat off to you. Niggas know that they yours. Like they, they've they, they that. think no, no, that they expect it. You know what I mean? So like naturally, every day you gotta you gotta walk with a certain level of psyche yeah. everywhere because they're not walking around with like hella security. Yeah. So like you just have to naturally be a, a different sick individual daily to match people's energy that they're being, constantly gonna be on you like being, that. Being a a working woman that that uses public transportation as a means to get to and from is 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 dangerous fam like and i know that's not speci- a specific op- occupation but there are everyday people that go to and fro just to exist that are experiencing way more threats than than some rap niggas that got to have their chains out and and went went to fucking walmart with with a quarter million on their neck like when Dave Chappelle talked about that time uh, when he first got his like his first like yeah his first first bag get, or whatever that's getting he trying to go get a, a haircut and the niggas like that barber told him fifty thousand dollars no no the uh, the <laughs> one when, when it was like he did he did some show or whatever he was super young but he did some type of show and they just they gave him the money on the spot or whatever and he went home and he had to get on the Bart or get on the get on the train with that money in oh, pocket wow. and he's thinking the entire time like damn like. If folks knew what I have on me, like naturally he was anxious about it, right? But he's like, he just uh, turned it over to like, this is what women think of, think all the time. Like they have this type of thing that people want on them at all, all times. Yeah. It's like so. There was equivalent. He's like, I just thought about that shit for like that ride to the crib, <laughs> bro. This is them every single every day, day, fam. Every day, them, every day I was like, that shit is brilliant. It's just, it's just, it's just stupid. Um, because again, it remove it absolves the accountability and the responsibility, and that allure of seeming famous is a part of the, a part of the cachet and the mystique. So niggas bounce out, and niggas bounce out in the areas that you probably shouldn't bounce out on, and flex on the niggas you shouldn't be flexing on. I hope that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, you flexing at Walmart, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Me. But then, but then also too. Flexing at Walmart is 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 extremely weird, but then also I go to Walmart, bro. With fucking, I might as well look like I'm on the street when I go to Walmart, bro. Like Walmart is the trenches. Wherever Walmart is located at, Come best on. believe it's in the trenches. Because what Walmart did after a period of time was they used to have multiple WalMarts in like a close uh, nope. close, close, close proximity. They make a super. What? Yeah. Shut that shit down, bro. Like more. they 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 took out all the mom and pops. Yeah. And then they thought, and then the employees wanted more. And they said, oh, I know, we're not going to give you more money. We're just going to shut down a store yep. that's close proximity. So you ain't going to have a job in the first place. Yep. Bro, they a different type of beast. But Thanos. they be located in spots that, hey, you better bring every incentive that you have. The, 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 main, the main part of that discussion that is left out for me, G, is the... the how much the allure of being famous and superior to people comes with wanting to be a specific type of rapper when there are rappers and producers and people in the music industry that have made actual careers out of it that are just everyday people. Uh, shout out to Rafael Sadiq. He came and did Grand National Radio. And uh, he's like, all right, man, I'll see y'all later. And thought he was going to get in the car or something. This nigga just went for a stroll. At eleven o'clock at night, it was like, nigga, where are you going? You're like, 
Nobody give a I'm in Oakland. Don't nobody definitely care about who the fuck I am. I'm going this, and he's one of my as far as like, as far as what his career has been musically as a as, forget as a as a performer as a producer. Them Solange records, them Lucy Pearl records. Like, hey man, look here. Like that. Like if if there was someone to model your career after, it's him. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the niggas who can kind of move around for real. Exactly, and that's my thing about famous. Nigga, the last thing they're going to be is famous. Come on, man, keep that. All the famous niggas I know that was where where we from. They not famous no more. They either caught a case or they did. Seriously, or miserable. Like literally, have been on islands and don't feel like and can't trust anybody. It's a weird sort of space to be in. So y'all niggas stop saying that. Don't recognize me, man. There's people to this day that. Yeah, just just see me in regular spots or just random ass spots to be like, are you are you LG? I was like, no, nah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, I've seen it though, and I'll be like, and it, it'd be so funny. He'd be like, oh damn, they know who L is, and I never because sometimes he'll say yeah, depending on if he recognizes a person, but most of the time he goes, nah, man, I, my name, my no, I couldn't tell you, bro. I, <laughs> he, that's crazy though, because I'll be getting that sometimes. So I don't know like who that person is, but that's a Can you I I don't know if you care to share it, but and I don't remember when it happened, but at some point, no matter where we went, you introduce yourself as Lawrence. Mm. When when do you mind talking about that on the show or is that something that's private? Uh no, I'm gonna use it at some point. But um yeah, no, Lawrence started Lawrence started I mean, re- granted, it is your name, but yeah, I, mean, no, I just Yeah, no, I just never used it. Yeah, like it was always LG. Uh but Lawrence started in when I moved when I maneuvered over to um, to uh, Riverside because Riverside was like uh, uh, and it wasn't at the beginning either. It was like when I was done with school and I was just out there for a year while I was like doing like hella interviews and shit like that. Yeah. But I transitioned into Lawrence because of like when I came back. Um, the main thing I didn't want to be known as was anything that I've already accomplished. Mm. So, like, I wanted that was the cleanest slate that I had was using my actual name. So it was a. How do you? How do you? How do you? How do you decide? Did you read something? Did you have a discussion with somebody? How did you arrive at that? To, not, not, it's, it's one thing to arrive at the idea. It's another thing to arrive at the diagnosis, and then to have the the discipline to do it. Because, G. Let's just be honest. You you using being LG could have fast tracked a whole bunch of shit for you. I just talked about this. The uh, the fast track like. Am I, it, am, I, am I wrong? In a no, you're completely right. You're, okay. you're you're completely right. Like, there's so many things that I've done um, to this point, especially over the last like ten, twelve years, mm-hmm. that was so far away from like things that would have worked out in my favor easily. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't take the easy route for anything. Like, I could definitely have made a, a shit ton of money and done all kind of shit within the moniker that I already had established. Hmm. But I went completely left of all that in order to really put myself... Like, I had to simulate a certain world that did not have any um, benefits. Hmm. So I had to... I cre- I create I create from I, I I went back to um I, I erased basically an entire past that I was known for to start from the beginning in order to build a con- a different level of conditioning 
Um, and that wasn't, I've re, I written, I've, I've, I read a bunch of different things, but nothing outlined it in the way that I did it, mm. uh, which is why I need to talk about that part. But it was more so like a shocking experience. Like I had to shock myself into shock a, a different, a, a different line of like things to do. Like I thought it was, I thought it'd be beneficial in the long run if I was lucky enough to be here. Like I thought that eventually it would make sense. And as it's come about, like it, it put me in a, in a space that I can take on any and everything, you know what I mean? But I can only do that by not having, you know, any crutches initially. Damn. I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. And it was like, damn, how did how did how did you get there? And then just through the lens of um I think it was a rap. It was a bar. It was like trying to fit in knowing knowing like knowing and having an intimate relationship with somebody that was a project, a project, projected draft pick, having to put himself back together and figure it out from there. Like I, like I don't know if that, I don't know, I don't know if you can offer it. If you might need a, a feature film or something to 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 offer people the kind. I was I was trying to put it in a bar, like literally one bar, mm-hmm. to tell a to tell a whole overall story of. Why don't none of this shit matter for real? Because I seen I didn't see niggas go through some shit for real, mm-hmm. and that was one of the one of the bars where it's like niggas been from 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 draft picks to to figuring it out, and I I, I don't know how many I don't know I, I I would imagine that there isn't I would imagine that there isn't a uh, a lot of people that understand what that is, but the the ones that do. Cause it's a, it's a few niggas out there that 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 understand that, and 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 trust me, went the other way where they came home, and leaned on that crutch mm-hmm. of who they were, and it ultimately undermined and backfired, and it crippled them forever. Is that what you were factoring in or forecasting when you was like, yeah, I'm not gonna you lean on no crutch, or is that just who you are? Uh, did you know? Did you know that, or did you figure that out? I'm- uh, yeah, so I, I didn't know it initially. Like I, I had, I had zero clue initially. Uh, the foresight that I had was more so um, I need to present the problem for myself because if I don't present the problem, then naturally the way that my life is set up um, and my upbringing and everything like that, things are gonna work out if I lean in. And I didn't want it to. Like, I, that's not what I wanted out of myself and out of my life and out of people. Uh, I didn't want people to um, uh, to to expect something from me and me do exactly what they expected. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want those. I didn't want those those realms to collide. I wanted to do the most opposite thing that you could ever think of, coming from what you would know about me, in order to realize that you don't know shit about me. I don't even know how we stumbled into that. What was what? What did that? What was the root of that? That's From right. rappers? Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, nigga, y'all wildin'. Stop saying that stupid. Yeah, nigga, y'all wildin'. Please stop saying that dumb shit. Rap is the most dangerous job. I, no, it's it's not, and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a dumbass space. 
all the niggas that that's still rapping about killing niggas and and then sit up on Vlad and talk about it's just a character, man, because that's what's selling records. Shut up, mm. Empire. Stop giving them niggas advances, bro. That's just stupid. <laughs> and then and then write and then write long ass posts about how sad you are that that young man was murdered, fam. All of it's connected. It's stupid. You're gonna pro- you're gonna profit off of that catalog, so you're really not tripping for real. I think that's the part that no, no nobody would talk about. Vlad can have one of these young niggas, this, this young niggas is getting a couple like 10, 11 million, view, 11 million views on YouTube. Come sit up and talk about all the bodies that they got and all the shit and all their songs. Like it's and meanwhile they living in real wars. They don't have shit to do with rap. Like those wars would exist if they weren't rapping. Bonnie K, you talk to you talk about that a little bit though. Um, just being in that space. Um, does that really just have to do with the amount of eyes that go on you uh, that you that you do Vlad interviews? Because Vlad is very smart, yeah, um, extremely, extremely smart. Extremely. But is it not? Does it not set off something in just you? Just you or anyone that is from a certain background that he's so like it's almost like he gets a hard on talking. About black situations. Oh, one time, gee, I, you are you are one hundred percent right. It 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 sounds like he's about to have a fucking orgasm when he's talking about it. He he, he has this he has this one question that he always asks when uh, he had the uh, he had both of the kids from um, oh fuck they're from Vallejo S O B R B E. He has, uh, he has, Slim, he had, uh, not, he did not Slim. I didn't know he did one with them. Yeah. He did, he, okay. but separate, he did the one with them oh, okay, as gotcha, a group. Gotcha. And then once they start funking, he interviewed them separately. Got it. And was like, man, ain't nobody, to my assumption from everything I heard, it, ain't nobody die. It ain't, it ain't really that bad what y'all beefing over. Can't y'all just piece it up? Why are you asking that question? That's the problem too. That's, that's the, that's the second part of this that I was, that I, I I'm weirded out about. Besides the fact that people are in there, on there telling everything about themselves, but the fact that um, he's from the outside looking in, and that's how his questions come in. Like, <laughs> and, and like when he does make a comment, it's it's misinformed because he on, he can only comment and make and make assumptions from information that he's asked questions on, and, and people have given him. Giving him play by play information, but since he's not from that realm, yeah, no he has zero context. So he's all the rest is assumptions, which is incorrect. But you, as not being as informed, will then correct him with street shit. Hey, so, like, why do you then correct somebody that is incorrect yeah. with some shit that's actually real? On camera, I I don't I I so, can't for the life of me so get G, it. He, so that's the that's the one of them where he gets a hard on that, and then the other one is when he's talking about uh, crack crack and how um, how many diff, how many children your mother had by how many men. Mm. He gets off on that shit. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, and I couldn't figure it out, and then out of nowhere, one of his former employees started doing. Started talking about their time working at Vlad. Since then, Fam's YouTube page has completely disappeared. So I just want to point that out. But Fam was doing videos weekly 
talking about his experience being a writer and a and a content producer for Vlad TV. Mm. How little they got paid, how many hours they worked, how crazy insignificant the bonuses were, the the business structure. His Vlad's wife was the head of HR for Vlad TV. She happens to be black. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. I'm like, so he's he's an informant all the way around. All the way around. And so his fetish, his fetish for black, for blackness is 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 start was starting to become apparent. Mm. And I went, oh, I see what this is. But again, just how I'm wired, guess what I can't do? Sit up there and go, fuck Vlad when when Melly Mel and and um uh, Dark Child and and uh Dallas Austin and all these all these great, great contributors to 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 hip hop specifically, but black culture are going there and the first time you I, fuck, man, outside of the eighty five South show, and in, when do you get an in depth conversation with Dallas Austin? Had never heard Rodney Jerkins say anything until he sat down with Vlad. Nigga, he produced for Michael Jackson. <laughs> I need to hear you I need to know what happened and now I gotta watch Vlad to hear it. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask, is there a reason why they'll go to Vlad? It's 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 bus- it's strictly business. It's strictly business. That man that that man does an insane amount of views, and so people's businesses have grown significantly. Uh, T.K. Kirkland talks about it all the time. He's like, "Yo, I was booking shows, I was booked and busy, but never like after I did the Vlad. So now T.K. Kirkland go to do Keep Vlad once yeah. once a quarter." To make sure he keep he keeps increasing that follower that follower and is able to keep getting booked because the ultimate resume step is I was on Vlad TV. It's it's just it's just basic commerce. And so when yeah, you go, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's selling to them the whole you're the only one on camera and it's a hell of a it's a hell of a look and oh gee he, it's it's the it's it's the it's the 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 spiritual imprisonment that slavery is. He don't even have to sell them no more. Gotcha. He don't even have to sell himself no more. Niggas will kill for a Vlad TV interview. That's wild. To me, it's, to me personally. That's no, no, no. It's, it's absolutely wild. Got it. Okay. It's absolutely wild. And again, I don't know how we got there, but I'm grateful we did. Um, it's March Madness, albeit strange because it's COVID and all that weird shit, but... I get so hyped for this time of year. I don't know why. I love I love college basketball. Um, but shout out, Auntie. I, I love you, and, and I hope I get to see you at the 150th. Love you, ma. Uh, of course, she came with the fire for our fan question this week. <laughs> G, you want to serve that up? You got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, could you have handled COVID Zoom classes and no sports in your senior year? Of high school, right? Yeah, of high school, uh, which I'll just I'll just extend the question to at any point. Because <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I walked in on the on the little the little homies at the uh, at the foster home doing Zoom. I said, "Oh, I would have failed for sure." What? What my t- my attention span is already trash. You mean I gotta pretend to be be engaged on Zoom? Nope. 
No child left behind except for our money. <laughs> Real life, no, I'd have been hey, I, not my senior year. Cause my senior year was lit, so that was like hey, the, that was like the hey, going, that hey. was like, that was the going away tour. So carefree, like it was carefree, like senior year. I already had already had my school in order. She already knew where I was about to go. So they, my senior year was. Me just a, a goodbye tour of the area. Hey, I'm telling you. Okay, so let's 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 get let's get. I was freeway LG. What you talking? Let's get for real. L gets his whip. Um, my sophomore year of high school, and the damage we did to the freeway from sack. To San Jose. Covering bases. Covering bases. Man, when we found out where the chicks was in Sac, then we found out where they was in Fairfield, Vacaville. Then we found out where the, then we found out where in San Ho. And in the crevices of like Castro Valley. Like we <laughs> hey, we're gonna find them. We're gonna find them. Folks gonna wonder, like, how the hell, how do I even find out about this? I don't we got our ways. Yeah. So senior year. I, I was already checked out. By the time my senior year came around, I was already completely checked out. And I, I through, the, through the grace of God, I still don't know how I made it through. Because, I like, class? School? What? What's school? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to class senior what year, you talking? man. I'll be in... I would be, at Senior year, I could I could have been anywhere during the school hours. For a so if y'all, I mean, I feel I feel for everybody right now. Uh, it's tough yeah. because that's when you actually get to like start partying too. Yeah. Like you be in Moraga Hills or something like that. Like you you out there and about. Yeah. You know, when parents ain't home. You know, yeah. not not in real in real parties like that. You you officially have elevated to. Oh, this could this party could turn turn to something else. <laughs> Yeah. This, ain't, this ain't just oh we we got to kick it. This could turn into fucking freak Vic at any point. At any given so uh, every given moment, and it's and it's covering so much land. Like it's people coming in from all places, so to all meet up here. So it's not somebody that you was just about to find out about just walking down the street or just pulling up to the grocery store. So it was it was a nice lick. So I I, I wouldn't <laughs> to, answer, to answer your question. I think no, I wouldn't have survived. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, how far you want to go with that? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> to answer, to not in- fully incriminate myself, I'm going to say no. And in college, fuck no. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely. Because like, college is a cesspool. So, like, good luck with, and, like, the whole, like, oh, you got to wear a mask and college y'all can't six foot, six foot distance. College is deceptive because your, your, um, your prerequisites, your undergrad shit, it all matters. But it don't get serious until you start doing all the shit for your major or minor, mm-hmm. however you giving it up. And then, did y'all have the equivalent of a like a like an exit project? Well, ours is called the capstone at, at our at our at our school. Did you have like for your major? Did you have like a like a presentation you had to present or anything? A paper? Nah, it was no. It was no. You talk about for for college? Yeah. Nah, there was no exit. It was just. Both my schools weren't letting us get off of there without having uh, enough uh, uh, foreign language requisites. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, dang, I might not ever graduate because, <laughs> bro, I just took Spanish like 10. I just took 10 classes in, of Spanish, I'm, bro. Technically, I'm in Spanish 15. <laughs> <laughs> That's bro, I might as well be from Spain with the amount of like, Spanish that y'all may be take that I don't know. 
Spanish, that nigga start, you take first Spanish and one. When, I, when, when Spanish started having numbers next to it, it was like, you in Spanish and one. I'm like, oh, that's lit. Then it's like, to graduate, you got to be in Spanish. You got you have to have not taken Spanish up to Spanish three. I'm like, all right, bet. Luckily, my middle school had offered it, offered it. So a few kids that from my middle school that got in high school only had to take it once. Nigga, I was in Spanish the whole time I was in high school. Like, <laughs> oh, this ain't, this is not going to end well. Like, at all. This is too much. Um, but my, if I would have gotten school and, and college and had to take a foreign language, oh, my God. My shit was always the accent, bro. Like, I couldn't accent a thing in Spanish, bro. So, about, so since I couldn't accent it, I was checked out. I got the accent. It's the... I just don't know what none of this shit is. Because yeah. then... Oh, that's what it was. Because you take Spanish, and then the Mexicans is spelling Spanish. You like... <laughs> 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 oh, no. This ain't... This ain't... How Mexican Spanish speakers? This is formal Spanish speaking. Yeah, it's like English bro, for Spanish, bro. Like, what are yeah, we like, doing? I I live in Richmond. It's a hundred thousand people, and seventy thousand of them is Mexican. I need to speak it how they speak. Yeah, it's like English class where nigga, I don't speak this shit. <laughs> I don't. Oh man, yeah, Auntie, I wouldn't have made it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, nah, it'd be rough. It'd be rough. Good luck with Never that. One. Hey, that would have been me. That was that was in my head the whole time I was in there. Like, man, let me figure out another way. Like, who yeah. do I know in here that could I could just partner with? Because part of that was being a group, and I was always the the weakest link in the group. Well, with on on brand with collegiate athletes, it's March Madness. Is all it's all that it's here. I'm excited for it. And but there, COVID, no fans, and so the money's cut different. Uh, the sports betting is here. Um, but beyond that. We got a real good glimpse because they've had to do sort of like makeshift workout situations, travel uh, plans and itineraries, food, catering, all the services that are offered to the men. We're getting a real good glimpse in the disparity between women's sports and men's sports, G. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that uh, that weight room shit was nice. <laughs> Bro, they get they get there as a rack, bro. It's like, hey, y'all do it, y'all what, do what y'all need to do. It. What, that was a star player from uh, from Oregon that did that, right? What's her name? Uh, she don't even go to Oregon no more. That's the uh, that's the one that got drafted by the New York Liberty. She just came back and was like, oh, y'all wild like, Yo, for peep this. this, peep this, yeah. And she was she was TikToking the men's workout room, their facility, and then was like, "Yo, this is what we got." It was like a couple dumbbells versus them niggas had a full, full makeshift complex, and then the excuse that they gave gave the gave the women like the the statement that the NCAA pulled out was like, "Yo, it's just not enough space." She said, "Oh, by the way, this is the space that they was talking about." And it was a big ass empty section of the gym that just wasn't being used. And it's like, bro, come on, y'all gotta stop. It's okay. It's okay to say that the the revenue disparity is is what it is, but they don't want to acknowledge that it's a revenue-driven uh, entity, the NCAA, that is. Because it opened up a whole nother can a of worms. A whole nother can of worms. That's why I said that it's, this is an important time for the student-athlete with all the information that everyone has and all the ears and eyes and, that you get. And then these sick fucks identify as a nonprofit, so they're not, there's no taxes for the NCAA and the revenue that they generate. Bro. This paid, is crazy. Getting paid out the ass. This is a perfect time for a protest, man. Come on, 
Perfect time for a protest because it's two important causes taking place at the exact same time that could work can, can work for each other. So that's for current athletes, for future incoming collegiate athletes, and the alumni. Band together, start fucking with this bread so we can get some shit done. I would I would love to see. We just uh, we were talking about it last night, watching uh, trying to figure out how many um, um, HBCUs get an automatic bid. Um, and how many, uh, I believe, um, oh, fuck, who, who, who made it in, in, in one, uh, Texas Southern is in it, uh, Norfolk State lost last night, but they were in it, and somebody else, but how do we get it to where the HBCUs, it's more than two of them in the whole tournament, how many of the ESPN 100 Incoming freshmen would have to go to HBCUs to 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 shift the power dynamic, which ultimately shifts the revenue and how the TV contracts are played out, and then ultimately dictates how many automatic bids some of the HBU conferences get. Now we're making it a black and white thing. We jump got getting away from the from the from the women, but it 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 all feels connected to me personally. G. Yeah, it depends on how much money the HB, HBCUs are going to be given to the athlete. Because, like, that's... that's <laughs> just, just, hey, just yeah, cut that, to the shit. Yeah, that's the, that's the battle you about to come, come across. To how much money can you give to the athlete, bro? Like, that's the that's the only thing that's going to make any of these players move. At, if you're talking about the top... what a, Whatever number of... Yeah. The top number... The best option for them right now is what they just presented this year with the with the um, the G League team that gets to play over in Wanna Creek, play twelve games and make five hundred grand, um, and never leave Wanna Creek. Like all the teams come to you, so like it's a bubble that they created for talent, um, and that's like the best option for the top the top players. So it, what can you match that with? So the college would have to figure out a way to. Let let athletes get paid by their likeness. Um, it'll be preferable if you give them a, a, a piece of the pie, but of course that's never going to happen because the amateurism thing is always going to win out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was saying like the protest could be the protest needs to be for while they're protesting the equity part for the men, which the men are driving this. This is just facts. The the men's sports are driving all of the funds that go into all the other sports. So that'll be men football and uh, men basketball are driving all the other sports on the site. Like I don't care what anybody else says about things that y'all are doing. I, it, it's appreciated. All the athletes band together. But as far as like the revenue share is coming from men's basketball, men's football. Um, but while they're fighting the equity game, because that's where they're at, they're not on the equality game. They're on the equity game. The women can attach to the equality game. So they could only ban, unfortunately, with men deciding to not uh, not perform. Yeah. That's the only time that they can do that because if the women stop performing, they have it, it's it's a, it's a unfortunate thing, but there's a possibility of there not being a, a woman's side. Yeah. You know, there's just not enough revenue share going in over there. Yeah. But you can attach it to an equity game that the men are doing, and and get and get some of the things that you're looking for. Yeah. So that's like the only that's the only play here. So it's not personal, and it's not like meant to be a big old thing about men and women and sexism and stuff like that. It's the truth when it comes to money. Hmm. You, have, you have to attach to the bigger problem. Yeah. No, that's that's well said, and I I'm curious to what it would take to organize something like that. 
I know when I was in school, our women's team was kicking ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of players made All-American. A handful of them made All-Conference. That's for damn sure. They went to the tourney every year. And we didn't get lit till my last year. And it was like, hey, basketball is lit again. And it was like, no, 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 no. The women been kicking ass the whole time I've been here. And now... We finally got our shit together. Now, now, now the town is activated. Mm-hmm. You know, it was um, never. It, it it always it always uh, always upset me um, in that regard. But the money the money portion of it always made sense, and what it would take for the men to stand in solidarity alongside the women and go, "Yo, fam," from basic facility needs to to accommodations to you name it. What the fuck is going on? How, how does this money break down? And then if you if you don't even make it just a men's and women's basketball thing, between football, basketball, predominantly driven by the black athletes, how the rest of this money, is, in, in the name of the colleges, is paying for these other athletic programs. It ain't just the if the if the if the shit if the women stopped in protest, they, they wouldn't be the only ones that would that would be shut down. G. Baseball probably wouldn't be <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be no baseball season. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't be no volleyball season. Wouldn't be none of that shit. If 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 hoop if men's if men's hoop and football just was like fuck it, we not doing nothing until y'all take care of the women. That's it. We not, we not doing shit. That's it. So when people get all angry about uh, about uh, free scholarships and. Uh, you should be happy yeah, with the fact should, that you're... You complaining and you getting you, a free education? You ain't seen the books. Yeah. You ain't seen the books and you also don't realize that the names of the people that are in the um, executive positions at NCAA is never presented. Never. Uh, never. We know who they are, but they're not. They're never in the forefront. Even with this women's thing, it was the VP of the women's side that spoke up. Like, the head of the NCAA... He said a word. Poor, poor, had to pull teeth for him to put a statement talking about, oh, yeah, that's that's a messed up situation, and they should do something about that. My nigga, you oversee the whole thing. <laughs> they should do something. Yeah, they, they're going to they. Exactly. I, I, I feel like they should do something about that. No, I'm, I, I, I'm, fa- I'm, just fa- I'm fascinated to see what, what happens after a season, a season, a season with COVID-19, a, a, a school year without it, what the revenue... Uh, can we open those books? Like Forbes. Hey, help us out. Y'all, y'all put Ye's <laughs> yeah, shit out there. Yeah, yeah. And, give it NCAA. Give yeah. it Forbes. Y'all, y'all audited uh, Ye's books in a matter of, of seconds. Oh, open these fucking NCAA books and let us know what's going on for real. What did these TV contracts do? How, how much is we watching? Is this NBC or CBS right now? CBS? Yeah, well, CBS. Yeah, what is CBS paying to have March Madness right now? What are, what are, the, what are the ratings right now? I, I want to know all that shit. Um, look at me trying to act like I know what I'm talking about. Nigga, you don't know. Hey, man. Nah, you was on to something. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all got anything else before we get out of get here? Which you Oh. So, we, we, we may or may not have some, some dope, exclusive Meet the Brave podcast merchandise available only to those who will be in attendance. Hey. God damn. Hey. Excited about that. You talking. Mm. Um, yeah. Excited about that. 
Excited to see you, all your beautiful faces. It's been far too long. Um, and this is the first Meet the Brave event ever, too. So that, that'll that be cool. But it's a lot of people who have come to the shows and the record pop-ups and all that. So I'm just excited to see everyone. Thank y'all for RSVPing and tapping in and wanting to be included. And I'm just I'm excited just to make it a special day, celebrate yeah, my I'm, dogs. I'm looking forward to the uh to the conversations too, just arising in real time. Yes. Ooh, you gonna they gonna press you on all the shit you be talking. I'll be oh, saying yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, it, don't, it don't be Yeah, okay. I just I'm just here. Hey, that's why they remember all your words, huh? They remember all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they, I just be here, fam. Ain't, that's ain't why, that's why they want to know what you're that's talking about. That's and Lex. They be talking crazy. Yeah. Famous words. Can't nobody sing like Eddie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and the famous drum. I, hey, I'm just just here, just pod. You know me. You know me, King. Staying, staying young, humble, young, humble, black and beautiful, baby. And, and apparently, I'm an OG too. So, yeah, OG status. <laughs> Man, uh, recognize him as such. (laughs) (laughs) It's been another episode of Meet the Brave Pod. We'll see y'all next week, literally. You feel me? Love, love. Yes.